but now it's like, oh no, gravity. <laughs> yeah, and I died. Mood. Enjoy my little star on my face. I have acne. <laughs> Everyone on Twitch, watch the star on her face. She has. Look acne. at the star on my face. I have acne. Uh... This episode is sponsored by Starface. <laughs> the acne badges. <laughs> this this episode is sponsored by acne. <laughs> no, they're really cool. You get like a little container, and then there's a bunch of acne patches inside that look like little stars. To everyone in Yemen and the Dominican Republic that has been listening to this this podcast, this is sponsored by Acne. (laughs) (laughs) I know Uh, you have much worse things to to worry about, but... Like syphilis. Yeah, we've got got you sorted on the Acne standpoint. Um, (laughs) Our our, our tops have changed. Our top picks have changed now. Oh my god. So United States is still at the top. Mood. Then it's Mexico. Then Honduras, then Dominican Republic, then Canada, Jamaica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Nigeria, and Vietnam. Who the fuck is listening to us in Vietnam? <laughs> well, you never know. Those uh, those war vets, they could be... What's still out there? I mean, they've probably heard the amount of shit I've given Americans during this podcast. I'm like, Yes! <laughs> Yeah, that's actually. Oh, we love I, it. I was gonna do uh, an imitation of the accent then, and I thought that just goes down a very racist path, very, very quickly. <laughs> um, I'm glad you. I'm glad you stopped. <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes I have to stop myself. But guys, we're back. Um, Yay! We're actually doing it. <laughs> yeah, I. I'm tired. I uh, think we're all quite tired, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But today we are joined by Tom. Tom is here. Hi. And we're talking about how to get cancelled on social media. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was funny. Anyway. (laughs) I'm really trying not to laugh. Same. I, I can feel my teeth. <laughs> I, can, I can feel my teeth. Andy, you don't even have to hold back the laugh. No one can see you. <laughs> you you laugh. No one knows. Really? You can mute. <laughs> but yes, I thought as we're doing Marvel and DC stuff today, who better to bring in? What, shut up. Who better to bring in than Tom? Because Tom's the only one I know that actively defends certain things about She-Hulk. Um, uh, yeah, sorry. that's true. You do. <laughs> I, I, I liked it. I liked it. There's nothing wrong with you liking it. It's just you are incorrect. It's a, that's actually probably the, the least controversial opinion that's been. I ever mean, Paolo likes Green Lantern. We don't need to. Ah, ah! I know. So I like. Yeah, you I like did. Green Lantern. <laughs> you did say you right. Green actually, Lantern. you know what? We're doing this on a subjectivity level. Let's do this on an objective, factual level. Sammy thought Fantastic Four was a fantasy movie. I did. I did think that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it was good though. No, you didn't. But you said it was a fantasy movie. Yeah, because I googled fantasy movie and for some reason it came up. <laughs> the the so, first six letters match, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> today today we're going to be talking about those... I know Bandit's probably got a lot to say about DC because he is... And we can't say this on Twitch, so I'm saying it politely. He is the biggest James Gunn simp there is. Um, there's, there's no other way of denying it. Um, and also, uh, Tom dresses up as Nightwing every now and again, and mm. somehow likes Robin. 
Um, which you don't which often one? get. Just just Robin in general. Uh, in general? Not all of them are good. Uh, uh, Tim Drake's the best Robin, and but I like Damian Wayne when he's partnered with Dick Grayson because they bounce off each other. I won't well. lie, I always thought Damian Wayne was a bit of a wanker. <laughs> he was good he in the Carnival storyline. <laughs> I'm not saying he's not good, but he's one of those ones I'm like, hey, yo, you, you just give off major dickhead vibes. To be fair, right, if your dad was Bruce Wayne, I I feel like you'd probably... But no, be if your well. dad was Bruce Wayne, but your granddad was Rachel Ghoul, I feel Gould. like, you know, you've got, you've got some family troubles there. That's true. They're very expensive therapy. Exactly. Like they can afford it. Yeah, look, look Bruce Wayne can afford it. So what we're going to do, we're going we're gonna to talk about kind of all the things Marvel and DC. There's been, like, Black Panther came out recently, uh, controversially. Has everybody seen it? Nope. Yeah. Oh, I have opinions, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I have opinions on the fact good, that... Uh, good opinions? Half and half. Half and half, yeah, I'm the same. Um, like, as a, as a standalone film, loved it. As a yeah. end-of-phase film, what the I fuck? Hate it. Yeah. Um, because... I get, uh, yeah, yeah we, we'll talk about that later. Um, mm-hmm. And then also, um, for some, we're going to talk our top and bottom six heroes. Oh shit, I haven't written that. Yeah, we don't need, I'm going to improvise it. So heroes and villains, <laughs> but that's going to be combined. So you've got to then weigh up, you know, if if it's going to be Marvel or DC heroes. That makes, I'm going to be honest, I feel like there's only going to be one DC hero that makes my top six. Um, because... They suck. Are we including uh, anti-heroes? It's just it's just characters in general. Yeah, we're just okay, going to do that, characters. Oh, so it could be heroes, villains. Fine, then. Um, then, okay, yeah, then, then actually, no, DC villains. The mine yeah, is probably. I was prob- about to say, most of mine are probably going to be DC I'm going to go from a Marvel fanboy to not having a single Marvel character in that top six. <laughs> DC just does do villains better. And then um, yeah. we're then going to do look at our top six and uh, projects that have been announced that are coming out in the future. Mm from either Marvel or DC, as well as looking at the ones that we really, really, really can't be fucked with. Um, For instance, the final season of The Flash isn't out yet, but no one's going to watch it anyway. Yeah, I don't Um, know. Yeah. Like, like I am, like, the biggest Flash fan I know. I have the tattoo and everything, and I stopped watching, like, three seasons ago. If a clip that's cool pops up on my TikTok, I'll watch it and be like, ah, that's what they're doing now, and that's about it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and the fact they're still releasing the movie. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um... That should be James Gunn's first job as as head of DC is just scrap that film. Like... I think one of the things though that um, was in his, was him and Pete Safras's contract um, was that they had to allow certain things to go ahead anyway. Yeah, but the... I feel like that one film. There's, I, I feel like that should be Warner Brothers going. You know what? We are we contractually we can't cancel this film, so do it for us, please. Yeah. Oh, f- yeah. I feel like that would have happened. <laughs> um, and then also, Sammy has a synonym game that instantly, yeah. as soon as she announced it, uh, I think heads dropped, swears Every- were everyone, everyone went adrift. Ugh. And um, yeah, so so you guys can watch us just be awful at that. Um, and if you want to play at home, you can, but trust me. 
Uh, Sammy thinks Bugman can be used with Spider-Man. So, like, um, are we really going to talk about this right now? Okay. Well, so first of all, because <laughs> it's because I know Bandit's going to want to spend more time on DC. We start with Marvel because mm-hmm. Black Panther came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, it did. A week and a half, two weeks ago. Uh, Bandit, do you care for spoilers? Uh, I've seen the pitch meeting, so I know what happens anyway. Okay. <laughs> Black Panther. Is it a good tribute to Chadwick Boseman? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The um, clips I've seen look really, uh, really quite good, actually. Is I... Namor yeah. good in it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is Who it the slowest? I can't remember his name. I've been trying to. F- I haven't. Ne- I can't remember his name. I can't remember it's his really name. annoying me. He yeah, looks no, really fucking good as Namor, though. Um, but is it the slowest movie in Phase Four? Very. Yes. There was no need for that film to be as long as it was. There's definitely a lot of pacing issues. I also feel like Martin Freeman was only in that movie because they originally dealt him two movies when they signed his contract. Because it felt like it was all this Wakanda, Atlantis, Wakanda, Atlantis. Martin Freeman going for a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It felt very out of place. But also, like when you look at his entire plot. I've gone very blurry, I know. When uh, you look at his te- entire... Te- te- Tencho Hu... I can't pronounce oh, yeah. his name. When you look Tempo. at... Huti, I believe. When you yeah. look at Martin Freeman's kind of subplot, it's completely pointless. There's no point to it whatsoever. He literally just gets like... Basically, like you said, Martin Freeman going for a jog, then he pops up to give them information now and again, then he gets arrested, then he gets broken out. Yeah, and That's then... It. And and then you've also got the whole like yeah if you took Martin Freeman out of that film entirely, mm. I don't think much changes. I think maybe I having think a phone call. I think maybe having a phone call with him to get the information mm-hmm. would have been enough. But like yeah, it just felt like they were like oh so Martin Freeman's a big actor. We have to have him in this movie a set amount of time. We can't just have him mm-hmm. in one scene. Yeah, but it was very shoved in there. My one complaint, to be honest, is um, I got really bored during the action scenes, and I quite like because I know what Marvel can do with a fight scene. Like for example, Shang Chi. Like I freaking love the fight scenes in that film. Like they're so well choreographed. I got so bored. Yeah. Like I, I like this fight between. Obviously, Shuri as the new Black Panther and Namor. I was like, what? This is very slow-paced and very boring. I think I think one of the things I, problems I had with that fight is even though the original Black Panther versus Killmonger uh, fight in the first Black Panther, even though a lot of it was CGI, there were mm. still two practical people doing all those fights. Yeah. And... This is nothing against Letitia Wright, because I think she did amazing as Shuri. I just mm-hmm. don't think she had the physicality of a superhero. Yes. So when they did the CGI, it didn't look... the C- Some of the CGI for the fights was just very choppy, and it was like, no, that's just... That's I'm going to be just, honest. <laughs> From looking at the film and looking at it back, I know why they made Shuri Black Panther for like the mm-hmm. whole, oh, well, we've lost Chadwick Boseman. It makes sense to have it his, be his in-character sister as yeah. passing on the mantle. However, looking at what she was like in the film, and also looking at the kind of person um, M'Baku became, I was yeah. just giving it to fucking him! 
Because oh, actually, see, like, I respected not... him so much in that film. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to... have enough... Are you guys having... Oh, no, sorry. I was going to say I, I would have also made him Baku. Black Panther. My... My argument is I just don't think they physically had enough vibranium to make a suit for his biceps, uh, because, you know, <laughs> man was jacked. He didn't, I would... he didn't need vibranium. <laughs> no, I would this have... is true. I would have said a Okoye, on but... I would have said Okoye, but that is literally based on my opinion of her in Black Panther, like the original movie, and then everything <laughs> else I've seen her in. Also, Danai Gurira bias, I'm going to be perfectly honest, I love Danai Gurira, so... Actually, yeah, bringing that, the fucking suit that Okoye wears, what the fuck was that design? I'm oh, really yeah. sorry, but some of the suit designs in this movie were tragic. I hated the angel suits that they did. The angel suits were shit. The fucking B-Tech Power Rangers Ironheart suit was fucking diabolical. Like, I looked at that suit and went, they did, they did realise this was live action, right? Like, Can we also talk about the CGI on the boat? Yeah. It was not good. Like, don't get me wrong, um, Marvel's CGI has been a bit trash lately. Um, but that was like... It's I was like, this looks like a news reporter's green screen. The, the issue that they have with CGI is Disney have a pot of money specifically for Marvel. And now they, they've they got the same amount of money to spend, but on all of the films and all the fucking TV shows... So and like She-Hulk required a lot of CGI. It was shit. The CGI was tragic. But like and you look because of the amount of TV shows they're doing, that pot of money has to be so spread out and dispersed. And it's why I'm worried about what Star Wars is going to end up looking like when they start bringing the movies out again. Because yeah. they're going to have the same thing with them. And but then again, we saw that in with Star Wars with Boba Fett, where they had the fucking Power Rangers bikes. What is it with Disney and Power Rangers at the moment? Yeah, like, the dawn of the dawn of actual Power Rangers. Is that like is that them basically saying this is going to be our next project? We, we really we, want we, we want Super Sentai, but we want to be the distributors. Oh, rip! Rest yeah, in them. peace, Jason David Frank as well. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Very sad. I'll be honest. Well, I, no, I found think, out yeah. this morning. And I was just like, what the fuck? And then I found out it was like three days ago and I was like, how behind am I right now? Dude. Let's wait till you find out about Kevin Conroy. Uh... Oh, don't. That broke me. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> sad. Uh... Oh, I think the... I know someone... I saw someone say about the Midnight Angels armor is something that's based on the comics, but apparently the, like, the face designs are based on... Uh, and I might be wrong on this, but this is what I've seen someone commenting saying is... Uh, on African god statues, so that's where the design came from. I still don't think they were very. The design itself was very good, but I can see the inspiration. I yeah, I think. But I think it's one of those ones where like the inspiration, and the idea is there. The execution just did not exist. Mm. Like they were like, "This is the idea. Here's my first draft." And then Marvel went, "Oh, can you can you give us another draft?" And then we're like, "Actually, we're we're kind of running out of time. We just go with that." Like it very yeah. much and. I think this is this is just some of the issue. Like, I watched a TikTok video the other day uh, by a guy who I basically go to religiously for my reviews now, and it's a TikToker called Straw Hat Goofy, and he mm -hmm. did a wrap up of Phase Four, and it's fucking bang on. It's like Black Widow, she died. That's that's all you need to know about that. And then goes through all of them, like Shang Chi, amazing. 
we don't see him again. Uh, Doctor Doctor Strange. The reason why Doctor Strange didn't work was because that was supposed to come out before No Way Home, and then they mm-hmm. had to change it to work with No Way Home. So that got fucked up. Then you've got um, the series Moon Knight. It's his own thing, which is personally why I thought Moon Knight, in my opinion, is the best thing of Phase Four. Loki was not its own thing. It's going to affect the the whole universe, but at the moment, still very self reliant. Um, and Miss Marvel, fucking awful. Um, Hawkeye, not even the main character in his own TV show. And like, it's phase four to me makes no sense. There's no link. There's no connection apart from Yelena's been in what three projects and the woman that more we now know to be Martin Freeman's character's ex-wife. Val. Yeah, I've... and you're like, other than <clears throat> other than those, like. There's there's not much going on, and yes, we can say it's, it's phase four is about loss. Mm-hmm. But who? Like, I think Marvel shouldn't have said this is a phase. They should have they should have done what they did with the first two phases and told us at the end. Yeah, I think I think what they should have realistically done for this is have this as the cooldown period where we'll release some other yeah. stuff which we didn't like plan on releasing. Where you go, okay, so. Moon Knight, it's pretty much a standalone thing. Werewolf by Night, a standalone thing. Miss um, Marvel um, can effectively function as a standalone thing. They should have just done that. Maybe have this, the typical MCU cameo of whoever else in, which is where you'd get things like She-Hulk and Loki. But like, have this be as the cool-off period because we've just had the Infinity Saga, mm-hmm. which blew the collective yeah. planet apart. And then... We've just gone from like everything else has been a come down from it. But it's uh, but it's also the continuity between things. Like if you look at One Division, she ends. She's realised she's fucked up and she's going to go down a better path. And the next time we see her, she's purely evil because she's been corrupted. And we don't see the middle bit. So you're like, okay, well, last time we saw her, she was fine. Like she was recovering. Yeah. And now this. And then you've got like until She Hulk. The fucking celestial breaking through the earth had not been mentioned anywhere. And no. you're like, that's a pretty... I'm pretty sure people would have noticed that. <laughs> like, it's like when Doctor Who does better continuity than the MCU, that's when you have to start getting a bit concerned. Yeah. <laughs> I think they should have just sort of put their hands up and gone, okay, after Infinity Saga, we, we, were, we were scraping the barrel and it took us a while to write what we wanted to do next. We're just going to throw some stuff at you, see what sticks, and then we'll start again in a couple of years. Because obviously they're setting up Secret Wars, the Kang uh, Dynasty. They've got a lot of stuff coming, but it feels like everything currently is quite small scale, even though um, Eternals had a literal thing bigger than the planet. It still felt very content. Yeah. Um... Felt like they were setting up a lot of stuff. But wasn't anything big happening. Yeah, and I think like when you look at it, like from that perspective as well when we yes we're building up to two avengers movies that are in the same fucking year makes no sense to me i like that in itself baffles me because if anything the avengers projects should be the most promoted most built up to most heavily funded projects marvel do and yet one's coming out in february which is usually their films that they're not too sure on how they're going to go. And then the other one comes out at the end of the year with, I think, one project in between, and it's a TV series. And I I really don't get that because 
Why are they building up to two? And let's be honest, very different style Avengers movies. Because it's, uh, Secret War and Kang, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm like, in my opinion, they should only do one of those and focus on their direction they're going, rather than trying to set up two very different storylines at the same time. I did see someone say that the theory behind it, because I said I think there's one project that isn't really connected between the two, is that what something is going to happen at the end of Secret Wars comes first. Um, and then there's basically silence on Marvel's end leading into in, leading into Kang Dynasty. Um, whereas like, when they did Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp came out afterwards. Mm. And it was like, here's something. Whereas after this, it's just silence. Like Marvel basically goes, yeah, we're not going to say a thing. You're not going to see a thing until you know what's happening next. Yeah, I've just got, so I've got phase five in front of me now. Okay. Quantumania comes out in February. That, that lets, I, if you've seen the trailer, that does look pretty good. Yeah, I thought it looked right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Carry on, Tom. I think, I think uh, Kang the Conqueror looked awesome. Uh, I do think, I hope they fix up in the trailers because they're doing a lot of it in the quantum realm. It's a mostly CG thing and I'm just worried that it's going to be overdone in CG. Yeah, no, I and I think as well uh, the Ant-Man movies have been a lot smaller in stature compared to a lot of the other Marvel films and I, I kind of, I'm intrigued to see how Ant-Man as a character does in... Probably what is going to be, if not the second biggest, if not the biggest Marvel movie of Phase 5. Because you can potentially say, I don't, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I can't really see being connected to anything from the main phase. Um, As much as I know, I'm probably going to love that. But other than that, I feel like. Quantumania and then maybe maybe Thunderbolts are going to be like the two big ones but like looking at the movie roster now Guardians of the Galaxy we can guarantee is not going to be connected Blade I don't really think that's going to be connected to Kang in any way no they tied Blade in with Uh, Eternals I I like the connection they did with that because the whole idea is that the Ebony Blade that um Jon Snow mm. um, goes for at the end is the more you kill with that weapon, the more you want to kill with that weapon. So your your bloodlust yeah. increases with every kill. So a vampire who literally craves blood, helping him deal with that makes makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Um, what else have we got? The Marvels. Um, um, that's probably going to have to make sense. Let's be honest. That's going to have to be connected. Um, Captain America, New World Order. I am assuming Secret Wars. Yeah, I'd assume it ties somehow with some setup for the Thunderbolts and stuff. Wait, well, it comes out the same year as the Thunderbolts, three months before. I'm really not excited for Thunderbolts. No, two Can months before. Out? I'm not either. The, the, the team looks shit. Like, I I was looking at it and someone, I can't remember who it was, but they were going through the Thunderbolts and what they're like in the comics and how each Thunderbolt in the comics 
has their own archetype, which is why as a team it fits. Whereas actually, when you look at the the Thunderbolts, you've got three archetypes and you've got all of them just fit the same kind of thing. Well, that's the thing. They're meant to be like the antithesis of the Avengers. Is So where I thought what they did with the Thunderbolts is have the dark equivalent of the Avengers. So you have... Um, what's his name? US Agent as the dark Captain America. You have Yelena as the dark Black Widow. You In the comics, Bullseye was the dark Hawkeye. Um, you get Red Hulk as the Dark Hulk or Abomination, which I thought they were setting up and then didn't do anything with. You have Baron Mordo as a Dark Doctor Strange, but instead they've gone, what if we have three super soldiers whose main thing is punching and kicking, Black Widow, which is punching and kicking, Taskmaster, whose powers are really good punching and kicking, and then Ghost, who can face through things. But is it like... It's not even... It's Taskmaster from the MCU. It's not Taskmaster from the comics, right? That's... Yeah, which they want to be the comic book version, and I'm really hoping they do something with, because Taskmaster is one of... I, I, I'm i not going to say one of my favourite Marvel villains, but has been one of the more entertaining in some storylines, and I really like Taskmaster as a character. But the way they've made Taskmaster is very drab in the MCU. Yeah, and I sort I don't of like hate the it. bloating the skills and abilities. It's meant to be like something that's innate to them, and Taskmaster is meant to have like a really cool personality behind them. Yeah, and, like I'm hoping they do something like, oh, um, they have a metagene, or they've got some superpower that means they can now do what their helmet did for them, so they can actually be a person. His character of Taskmaster, it's like what they did with Deadpool in X Men Origins Wolverine. It was let's have them not talk not a moat, and just basically be a guy in a suit. I feel like the funny thing about that, though, is that, like, they they set up that it's going to happen as well, when people realise that, like, Stryker fucking hates the fact that, that um, Wade doesn't shut the fuck up. He hates yeah. it, so when they give him the upgrade, they do shut him up. Which, I don't like what they did to Deadpool in that movie, but at least it, they set up what was going to happen. It paid off what the setup was. Yeah. There's, um, mouth they've <laughs> also started announcing uh, and slowly revealing more and more about Deadpool 3 as well, which I am very hyped for. Because... I think it's going to be really good. Well, they've already watched... announced um, Patrick Stewart and uh, Ian McKellen to okay. be in it as right. well. Um, I mean, I'll watch it once and enjoy it and then never watch it again. I reckon they're going to use Deadpool 3 for some big secret wall shit. I really reckon they will. And it's going to... And they will probably have that something to do with the secret invasion style thing as well. I think Deadpool 3 can be used very effectively. And I think as well, it's it's going to be the thing that fully... We've, we've had mutants name drops now. We know we've got mutants in the MCU because now Namor, they're, they're going to say Quicksilver well Namor is but it hasn't been said as one yet um, because they've said it m- messed with his genes but they still haven't spoke about the mutant gene yet yeah they haven't talked about the mutant gene at um, all they, 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 they say he, he says it made me a mutant but it doesn't yeah. like so we've had suggest the... that something made him not yeah because yeah, mm. that's the thing that they said about Miss Marvel name drop mutants as well so She-Hulk now being full fourth wall breaking meta has said when are we getting X-Men? And I think 
I think Deadpool 3 is going to be the thing that finally brings it in. Um, and I'm really psyched for it because I, I to be fair and I know this is just this is probably just me I don't think X-Men is that difficult to get right and I don't know why we keep fucking it up you make it colourful you make it gay you give them superpowers jobs are good yeah and you don't touch the Phoenix Force because that's where it all goes wrong <laughs> because yeah. the thing is it the way people fuck up X-Men is that they forget that these are actually people yeah. It's the same reason why every per- everything outside of the animated universe fucks up Superman. Because it's like, oh no, he's clearly a god among men. It's like, no, he- he's a human. Well, no, he's, not <laughs> yeah. point, he's the most human person there. Yeah, yeah. but he sucks. So it's, you know. Agreed. <laughs> um, he right. doesn't Justice League Dark. Yeah, but Justice League Dark is, is insane. Like, It's amazing. Uh, before we move over to. Uh, DC, is there anything anyone wants to say about Marvel? Any other? I'm bored. Sort it out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think we're on MCU burnout mode right now. Well, they should have taken a long break. They should have taken a long break yeah. and used COVID yeah. to have a break. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah. The last two, I think, from like saying from Phase Four. Which like I say didn't feel like a phase. I think Shang-Chi was really good. I really enjoyed that. I uh, love Shang-Chi. I, it was fantastic. Easily top three of phase. Well, there's not a huge lot of phase four, but um, <laughs> I was about to say top three, and I was going to name three things. Uh, Spider-Man, I really enjoyed. Um, I thought that was really good. Uh, and I enjoyed Black Panther. Moon Knight was a good series, and Werewolf at Night is one of my favourite things Marvel have done in a long time, just because it mm-hmm. felt very different to the Marvel Universe. Same. Um, but nothing's fingered, and nothing's made... I've not had a moment in these films where I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. This is this is why these films should exist. This is... I think Spider-Man had that, and Shang-Chi had that, were two amazing films, but nothing else has grabbed me in the same way in about seven or eight projects. Same. They don't have the cult of personality like these two. I genuinely uh, think. Just sorry, Amanda. I was going to say, I think the like when they brought back, um, what's his face, Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin, that was just the clincher for things being amazing because yeah. he. I don't care what anyone says. He was born to play Green Goblin. He was fantastic. <clears throat> I think he only as well. Um, with like Spider Man, there's it's opened so many doors up for what they can do going forward. Especially having like we've now got the Venom symbiote and stuff in, but again, like, why did they have at the end of Venom, Venom getting moved into our universe just to have him then be in a post-credit scene in Spider-Man go- getting sent back? You're like, I'm yeah. sorry, but you it, can't just have yeah, Tom Hardy. It, it was one of those no. ones that left that little bit of Venom goop. Yeah, but it's like, but it's Tom if Hardy. they cast anyone else as Venom now, I'm gonna flip my lid. He knew Sammy was going to go see Spider-Man, so they needed Tom Hardy in it. Sounds true. Just for a little little bit. He's literally (laughs) behind me right now. It's like when... but They did the same thing that I think the original Suicide Squad did when they promised the Joker and then Mm. only gave us like 15 minutes of the Joker who didn't need to be in that movie, but he was in so much of the trailer, we had an expectation that we're going to get a lot of him. And then 
the same with Spider-Man. We had an expectation because we knew Venom was going to be in it at some point, And he just ended up being in a post credit scene, having a conversation with someone before disappearing. And like... Definitely fit. <sighs> Yeah, I definitely feel like it was some sort of agreement with Sony because once again, Sony are seeing Marvel make billions and billions of dollars from their superhero universe and Sony just keep making bad superhero movies. And I feel like they went, okay, you can use Spider-Man, you can use all three of them, but we want to stay connected. So please put Venom in there right at the end and it means we could be connected. Are you actually going to be connected? No. Yeah, like to be fair, I rewatched Morbius the other day, and it wasn't as bad as it was the first time I watched it. It wasn't uh, great. Yeah, I thought I thought the same thing when I watched it again. It's still not good, but it's not as bad um, as the first time. I, I feel like it. if they just made Morbius look more realistic rather than having really shit air, like CGI and stuff, it would it would be a good movie. I just think for me personally, the editing and the effects were what ruined it. One of my the weirdest things for me about Morbius, and this is something like, I came out of the film very confused about, is he makes a big point. Um, Matt Smith's character, he's like, oh yeah, once you drink red blood, that's it. You're a monster just like me. And it's made up to this big, big thing where Morbius isn't going to drink human blood. But he's already drunk human blood multiple times in the movie before that point. Yeah. It's meant to be this big, like, arc-defining character moment. He, like, literally murdered all those um, pirates on the ship, drank the drains of all their blood, has been drinking it out of a juice box for ages. Mate. And then... Then it's... Is... Is it just... It's just frustrating. But again, the post credit scene with with Vulture, like, oh, mm-hmm. we're going to make a team. You're like, oh, yeah, Sinister Six. But it now makes no sense because Morbius isn't a bad guy at this point. And, no, he's not a bad guy yet. And you're like... No, but we... also Vulture had had his redeem, redemption as well. So I, I really okay. don't get... That That entire scene just baffled me. I just didn't understand its point. Well, have, you heard the leak, have you heard the leaked plot for Craven the Hunter? Uh, no, I, have. I haven't. I oh, it's don't. so bad. I don't so want it. I think I've heard about it. Isn't, isn't it where like, they removed the entire premise of him being a hunter? Yeah, so Aaron Taylor Johnson is playing Craven the Hunter because, but he's not. He's playing Craven's son, who is an advocate for animal rights. Get away from me! They've made Craven the Hunter not Vegan. a hunter. Yeah, they've made they've essentially made him that, and it's going to be that his dad is the original Craven, and he's actually leader crime syndicate, and he's going to stop him and save all animals. And I'm like, I, no. Point, the Craven's whole thing is he can hunt anything, and yep. the only thing he's ever failed to hunt is Spider-Man, except for that one time he basically killed Spider-Man. So to have him go, oh no, he doesn't like hunting, he doesn't like hurting animals, he's gonna hunt bad guys. And there's gonna be a line where, because his last name's Craven, there's like, oh, he's Craven, he's attacking all the men, he's like a hunter, and then Aaron Taylor's got Johnson's gonna wink at the screen, and cinema will die. That, no, that really pisses me off. Yep, same. Because Craven's such a good character, and to be fair, I didn't, I didn't hate the casting because when when um, Andrew Taylor Johnson like beefs up, he can beef up. Yeah, and I think he's a very good actor. But amazing just... bullet train. He's a oh, fantastic in bullet train. I well, so at the end of the year, we're gonna. I've said we're gonna do our like top six things of twenty twenty two. But when it comes to movies, bullet train 
I think everyone knows is my fucking favorite film of the year. Honestly, it's it's very close to being mine. Um, I think it might be second for me. Yeah. There's only one franchise or anything that was better than that this year, in my opinion. Um, and I don't think anything's going to beat House of the Dragon between now and Christmas. So that is fair. I go with everything, everywhere, all at once. I've watched it now, but the issue is I went into it so hyped that I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. But because of the amount of hype I had, because of how much everyone had, like, sucked its dick, I came out of it thinking it was just a pretty, pretty good one-night stand, if anything. I think Uh, mine'd probably be Prayer. Prayer was good. Prayer was good. Prayer was good. I didn't love it, though. I'm not going to lie to you. I loved how many full-grown men it upset. That's my favourite part of the film. <laughs> yeah. I had uh, I had minstrels when I watched it. That made it better for me. I like minstrels. Nice. <laughs> Did you know, uh, that's actually a psychological thing. Uh, I had to do this in my cinema practice when I was training. Um, if you, it is, yeah, it's psychologically proven. If you eat chocolate while in a cinema, you're more likely to enjoy the movie because of the chemicals in chocolate actually has like a positive influence on your brain. So if yeah, you go and it, eat it chocolate... for me because... Because halfway through the film, I'd have to run for a shit. So. Well, that's that's true. But maybe maybe don't be lactose intolerant and then... <laughs> that's a fair point. Yeah, like, that's a you problem. You're, you're, but at the end of the day, you're going to really enjoy your shit. So, like... It's going to be the best shit of my life. Yeah, and it was, And to be fair, it's, it's, you know, it's lactose intolerant. It just slipped right out of you. But um, okay. we've got very off topic. Um, Doesn't sound like us. Yeah. <laughs> No, not at all. So, DC. I have something I want to talk about, but I feel like we should talk about main stuff first before I no. pop off. No, go for it, because I feel like... It, has it got anything to do with uh, Dua Lipa by any chance? No, I want to pop off about that, but <laughs> no, there's a new thing. Uh, we've already discussed my opinions on the fact that Dua Lipa's playing Zatanna. Z- Z- I just want that, everyone that, to... That, what? That, that, Did, that, you that, Did you not know, Tom, that? Yeah. What? 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 They ca- they cast it ages ago, but that still might not be going ahead because James Gunn's taken over now. Well, that the belief the belief anymore. is that that could actually end up being in the um, the the Joker musical with uh, Lady Gaga as Harlequin. However, there's also the idea that under James Gunn, that film could be getting cancelled. So- I hope so. Because they they cast Dua Lipa as Zatanna, and I was like, get the fuck away from me. I'd, I would like to point out that anyone who uses that movie as part of their personality is clearly a fucking wrong'un. <laughs> so, it's not so much a pop-off thing, it's just like a ugh thing. So, obviously it was announced that they're making a second Constantine movie, and Keanu Reeves is obviously returning as Constantine, but for me now, because of the TV series, I cannot imagine anyone else as Constantine other than Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan was fantastic. So, like, he embodies Constantine so, so fucking much, and I'm just like, but I love Keanu Reeves. I don't want to hate a film that he's in because he's not Matt Ryan. <laughs> I... Just Craven the Hunter him. Just make him Constantine's dad. <laughs> And make this Constantine, make young Constantine anti-magic. That's why he's Constantine, not Constantine. This is a yeah. teenage origin story. This is, this is what's annoying teenage. me about Keanu Reeves in general at the moment, though. He only seems to be doing sequels to old shit. Like, yeah. when you look at it, he's not doing any new movies. He's just doing sequels to shit that was pretty good when it came out. 
Like, yes, I'm hyped for John Wick 4 because there's not a bad John ben. Wick movie. But Constantine no. was great at the time. You watch yeah. it now after seeing Matt Ryan as, as Constantine, it's not good. And yet, like... It's the same like when they did, obviously they've redone The Matrix. I only watched it because Neil Patrick Harris is in it. It still wasn't great. They should have never made another Matrix movie. Uh, They made, obviously, um, Bill and Ted. Should never have made another one. Yeah, they never should have made another Bill and Ted. Um, And I don't know. I don't think... I can understand it. It was one of his favourite roles that he's ever played. Mm -hmm. If I was him, I'd take it. But I just think we've got to go for a thing with DC now where we've now had the Batman being probably one of the best films of the year. Um, it was insanely good. And I think Robert Patterson surprised a lot. Let's be honest. Oh, God. A lot, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. A lot of us yeah. knew like going into it, he's going to be better than what we think he's going to be. And he still surpassed that. Um, yeah. And I think now DC as a whole need to go down this new route I'd love to see them actually build up to a proper live-action Justice League Dark and have Matt Ryan and that in it. I'd love that would be incredible. This is the thing is I I just can't not see. Uh, the thing is is obviously I've been a fan of Constantine before it hit the screens at all. Like I read the Hellblazer comics and bits like that. They were some of my favorites to read, and I've always loved Constantine. And when they cast Matt Ryan in the in the TV series, and I watched it, I was like, "This this literally is Constantine. This is absolutely perfect." So for anyone else to play him now, it's just. I still can't believe they cancelled it, even though it was the highest viewed Arrowverse series on it season one. It was so good. It's because so of the time slot, I think, wasn't it? It was because of the nature of the show. Even though it was viewing, it was hitting all the key demographics because it was put on at a later time because of the topics and everything it wasn't hitting the demographics they needed for a superhero to succeed it's like it's like firefly they put it on at the wrong time to succeed but also and when it didn't... they didn't release it on british tv they didn't it was only on amazon prime yeah it never it never came over here like the others did and i think again i think it would have smashed it over here i mean hell if legends of tomorrow did well in season one over here then i think anything can um because apparently we're fucking easy to please when it comes to supergirl did well over here that's the biggest load of shit i've ever seen but like i liked liked legend season one because it felt like they knew what they were doing ah, but season two was good too and then then it went downhill (laughs) then it just felt like they were going well what if we just roll our dice we've got four we've got two d20s here roll them whatever year is made out of these dice we'll go there we'll mess up the timeline and then we'll fix it it was just, there didn't seem to be a bigger theme going on. Yeah, like I'm very, very glad the first thing James Gunn basically said when he took over is we're we're, we're fully finishing the Arrowverse because to be Thank fair, Jesus. Like Legend of Tomorrow, first two seasons I loved. After that, fucking shit. Supergirl. Now the casting of Supergirl, I will never have an issue with, but it's just no, everything else that comes with it. Because actually, Supergirl is great when she's in other people's shows that are well written. But when it comes mm-hmm. to Supergirl, which isn't well written, isn't well edited, it's it, tragic. Arrow, season one to three, fantastic. Season mm-hmm. four and five, diabolically shit. Season six onwards, pretty damn good. And then Flash, season one and two, insanely good. And then shit after that. Um, I, think, I, I think a similar thing with The Flash. I think 
I don't think they've stepped a foot wrong in the casting. I think most of their castings have been phenomenal for The Flash. I think the characterizations are all done really well. It's just the execution leaves a lot. I think the worst thing to happen to The Flash and where it started fully going downhill was in season three when he saved Iris. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that's that's where it started going downhill. And I think, like, I, I agree. I think the casting of the show is very, very good. Um, and I love Grant Gustin as The Flash. I think uh, Candice Patton is great as Iris. I think, um, like, Daniel Panabaker as, as uh, Killer Frost and everything. I think that's fantastic. But everything after Zoom season, I just... Did, it just didn't fit. It just didn't work for me. Um, and because Zoom was great, season two, I loved Zoom. I thought he was fantastic. It was terrifying. Okay. Um, that voice, though, isn't it? Tony. I can't remember oh. his name. I think it's like Tony's up, but he was the original Candyman, and he's going to voice Venom in the Spider Man 2 game for PS5. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. No, I'm, I'm happy. I loved the Arrowverse. It's one of the things that got me back into superheroes from when I was a kid. But it it is it is, it is a limping horse, and it needs to be shot in the back of the head. Hmm. Agreed. Um, Tell it about the rabbits and put it out of its misery. It's like I yeah, like, exactly. I, I do Sweet. like Superman and Lois. I think that's been a lot better than I thought. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, Star Girl wasn't bad. Uh, I just wanted a bit more Joel McHale, if I'm honest. Um, but I'll watch any of the uh, community actors in anything. Um, I think James Gunn's gonna gonna bring life back to DC. Um, Peacemaker was great as a series. Bandage, you want to simp a bit? I love Peacemaker a lot. <laughs> I've been was... clear on everything that's one of my favorite superhero series that's came out, and it makes superheroes fun again. Yeah. Where they've just been they're being gritty and serious before, and then Peacemaker comes along, and it's just funny, and that's what we needed. Like actually funny, not She-Hulk funny. <laughs> well, I think what went really well with Peacemaker is it wasn't its own separate thing. Is it kept the idea that it was set in the dark, gritty DCEU, but it was just there is still normal and light and happiness and just generally fun in that universe, which is something we should have seen for Superman. Um, and we should have seen for a lot of the characters. but And then to cap it off the fact that we see that, that Justice League, and because, you know, the brothers are garbage, they're like, oh, look, the Justice League are here. We can only show you two characters. <laughs> you can see the legs and maybe the arms of other ones, but we're going to show you Isamomoa and other guy who is also very problematic. So, But he's there. They're there. Yeah, but Aquaman fucks fish. <laughs> this is true. But I, I just think, yeah, Peacemaker brought... But to be fair, the, the Suicide Squad brought a lot of life back to it. Um, it was a very fun storyline. They did what the original Suicide Squad should have done and killed the entire team. Um, yeah. Like, it's having the Suicide Squad and only killing one of them is just it was a failure anyway. Um, it's not called the Suicide Squad for nothing, people. Yeah. And to be fair... As much as, like, like it, it, everything about the Suicide Squad was great, I would have loved to have seen 
Will Smith show up as Deadshot because I felt I did think again I thought it was greatly cast the original one. I had no issue with the cast. Um, mm. I think Margot Robbie really does need to to uh, stop being Harlequin though because I think I think she's had enough tries now. She's good at it. I'm not saying she's bad, but I feel like if you've been Harlequin in like four projects and three of them have been shit, then you maybe should stop. <laughs> like, yeah, she doesn't need the money. Um, yeah. Maybe they'll find a letter to an accent that isn't New York. <laughs> yeah. True. Every movie she's in, she's playing a New Yorker. It's like, I've only recently watched the Harlequin animated series with Kaylee Kukos. Oh, voice I really her. enjoy it. It's so good. It's yeah, really good. I love it. I really enjoy that series, but I always, I always view this in the same way that I view they did a Batman and Harley Quinn's movie set in the Timverse, an animated one. Mm. I have to view it because a lot of the characterizations are almost character. I can't say that word, character of characters from the DC universe, where they're like, ha imagine this character, but dialed up to 15. I like to view that this is Harley Quinn's literally insane brain view of how the universe goes. So that's why some of these characters are over-the-top representations of themselves. Mm. I, I think... I don't know. I think... like look at, Looking at the DC universe, I don't know what... I want to know James Gunn's plan for what he is going to continue with because obviously Black Adam's just come out um, and at the end of that um, if you've not seen it, well it's too late it's been out in the cinema over a month now um, yeah, obviously Superman turns up in the post credit scene, which mm-hmm. I saw the day it was released on TikTok like, I had no choice in seeing that scene and obviously we had Amanda Waller again so it shows is he going to continue up to where it's where it's going and then just change things and have to explain it to us because as much as we are nerds you need to spell certain things out to us before we complain that it makes no sense so he's been on a tirade of doing the james gunn thing on twitter again where anyone is saying anything about the upcoming plans and he's going no you're you're lying (laughs) which is good because he just debunks fucking everything but um the, there's only like pseudo confirmation things. So like the Snyderverse is dead. Like he's not continuing the Snyderverse. The only sort of halfway thing that we know is that he said he wants to look more at Robert Pattinson's Batman universe and go along with that. But then you have the issue of how do you tie in everything else because we know he's still working on Peacemaker. Well, yeah, because for that, you still kind of need uh, the Suicide Squad. He he would have to try and tie that in, Black Adam in, because mm-hmm. I thought Black Adam was a fun movie, to be fair. Um, it was by no that? means good. It was fun. I thought it was a movie. Yeah, like, I just, was... I, I went into it thinking, if this is anything like Hancock, then I'm, I'm in for a fun hour. Uh, yeah, like that's all I it love was. Hancock. But I don't care what anyone says. That film is great. Hancock is fun, and that's all it has to be. Yeah. But like, um, think... what I was going to ask though, because I haven't seen Black Adam. Um, is there any? Because obviously the new Shazam's coming out at some point. Is there any tie-ins? Because obviously Black Adam is one of Shazam's main villains. No, there's nothing at all. No, that disappoints me. I know because they want to have Black Adam as a. Put, put it, I think they knew going down this route that they're going to be going down the Batman Dark Universe and it would have made no sense to have 
Shazam show up in this Black Adam movie because Black Adam caused a lot of havoc. There was a lot of fairly twisted shit happening. And I don't think with what they're doing with Shazam, it makes sense yet. Yeah, um, Because Shazam, especially now what the sequel comes out next year, it's very, very high-octane fun. Very child, childish-like um, behavior. And I think in the comics, Shazam's a lot darker than what the first movie suggests. Um, I think Shazam, in my opinion, is always going to be sort of standalone. Um, I don't think we're going to see Black Adam fight him anytime soon. Um, because... Yeah, I just, I just, I just think the way they approached that first movie was was far too childish to fit in with any of the other films. One of the the, the one things like from watching Black Adam, one of the most annoying things is because it felt like they tried to not do it, but they end up doing it is The Rock playing The Rock with the most obvious point of this being Death Adam or Black Adam is Egyptian. He is from ancient Egypt. Why does he speak with an American accent? Like, The Rock put no effort into sounding like an Egyptian. I would just, like to... um, honestly just fucking sick of seeing The Rock in every movie. Yeah, I, I like him as a person. He's a charming guy, but, like, you know, there are more actors than The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. Like, please give them a rest. <laughs> yeah, but that Ryan Reynolds Christmas movie, I can't wait for. Yeah, that's fair. Same. <laughs> I think... Yeah, I think... And it's one of the reasons why Marvel started out well. Like, if you think at the time, Chris Evans hadn't been in much. Chris Hemsworth, relatively unknown at the time. Um, I think uh, Robert Downey Jr. had kind of hit restart on his career. Uh, and I think that's where Marvel did well, is they were using actors that hadn't... that, that weren't... If they, they Some of them were A-list actors, but they had may have not done things for a couple of years, and kind of the, sto- the stories and the characters were what gonna bring were gonna fill the seats, not the actors. Whereas, if, like a lot of DC projects, it's like Will Smith's in this, Affleck's in this, uh, The Rock's in this. Yeah, I saw, um, I saw a TikTok today actually, which is an interesting point. That um, it was an Anthony Mackie thing. What he said was. Um, like when like movie stars in the same way don't um don't like line up the way they used to now because you in he said you don't go and see the Schwarzenegger movie or the the Stallone movie or the DiCaprio movie or whatever anymore you go and see X-Men you go and see Avengers this is a Captain America movie it's like irrelevant who plays Captain America yeah i like, that that's a point but it's it's been the same with any franchise like you don't go and see Daniel Craig movie as James Bond, you see James Bond. I'm going to slightly disagree with him, though. I still think you go to Di- DiCaprio movies for DiCaprio. Yeah, like, you know, I, feel like know, he's, like... I feel like he's definitely the outlier there. <laughs> um, but yeah, other but than like, that, I know, agree with him. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's just like everything is a shared universe, so you don't go and see the the new project as, as opposed to just see oh this is x-men or this but is american jones i but I, I just think that's a warner brothers problem warner brothers feel like to make something successful they need the biggest best possible names to draw people in 
And I yeah. think that's why that's why they rushed Ben Affleck because they they needed to make the money for a uh, movie fast for Batman because they'd spent all their money on actors. Like and it doesn't it doesn't work like that. Even Marvel now. Yes, Benedict Cumberbatch was an A-list actor for Doctor Strange, but let's be honest, when you look at him, you he we always knew that was going to be the casting. But like even now Shang-Chi, relatively unknown actor in the grand scheme of things. Um Brie Larson for Captain Marvel. I think yeah, she had she'd either won an Oscar or was nominated for an Oscar. But at yeah. the same time, when she you put her like... in a list of other A-listers, she'd probably be the one that a lot of people at the time didn't know the name of. Um, she, yeah, she'd only done like cult movies beforehand, really, wasn't she? Yeah. She was in Scott Pilgrim, but like she didn't have a massive part in it. Yeah, I think the only time it didn't really happen was Moon Knight, where everyone knows who Jason Isaac, uh, uh, Oscar Isaac is. Like, yeah. straight away. But, but it worked. And I was very nervous when I heard the casting. But that's one of the few times where straight away their main character is a full, full, very well-known A-list actor. Even the Eternals, like half of them were unknown actors. And yeah, I... other than um, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, but again, she's not done anything for quite a while. No, but she's Angelina Jolie. She is. She's also a shit actress, but like. It's she's she's I like I like the Tomb Raider films. Okay, I don't care. Yeah, no, but you can like them and still think they're shit. Like she's like the female version of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Iconic. You love their stuff, but they're no, by no means good at what they do. Like... I think I think you entirely know what you're getting when you go and see an Arnold movie. Though I yeah. absolutely love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, I think Bruce Willis is great. I wouldn't say he's a good actor. Like same as Jason Statham. Jason Statham is oh, no, Jason brilliant. Statham play, uh, Jason Statham plays Jason Statham. And yeah. <laughs> and that's why he can be in every Guy Ritchie movie ever and we wouldn't complain because he basically just, he basically writes a script and then at the end changes Jason Statham's name to the character that he's going to be playing. But like, I think, I, I don't know, I, there is one big bit of news that's coming out of DC at the moment. Um... And obviously, this is something Jason Momoa's TikTok about how something big's happening that he's amazingly excited for what is planned. And then the next day, he gets asked if he was offered the role of Lobo, would he take it? And um, it, a lot of evidence is pushing towards that being the case. Yeah, I would love to see Jason Momoa as Lobo. I think Jason Momoa would kill it as Lobo, but I make the one argument that from the media I've seen Lobo in and the character who voiced him, I've always viewed Lobo as like Ron Perlman, as like a <laughs> gruff American biker dude. <laughs> like I've, ne- I've not imagined him as like, it's just because of the way the character is, I just imagined him as a really offensive little bit racist um, <laughs> space, space hell's angel. If, if you will. Space Hell's Angel. That's so, the title yeah. of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Space Hell's Angel. Space Hell's Angel. I'm going to write that down so I remember. I think... Unless someone says something funnier. <laughs> like... <laughs> Space Hell's Angel is the new name of the podcast. Forget two and a half nerds. <laughs> I do... No, I... Do I carry on, Tom? 
I think because I know they also showed um, James Gunn. I've got I saved a screenshot to do on TikTok and then did what I always do and forgot about it for a week until it was no longer relevant. Um, of Mr. Terrific, he just shared a picture of the yeah. DC character Mr. Terrific with no words or anything. Um, and that'd be a pretty cool story. Mr. Terrific's a pretty cool guy. There's been like talks about the ca- Calendar Man series for ages, and it's I like, will that... piss myself. I'm that... sorry, that'd be so funny. <laughs> I, I think that would be funny, especially considering that it's uh, Sean Gunn who plays him in DC at the moment. And, yeah, like that'd be a lot of fun, especially if he's paired up with Double Down because that'd be pretty cool. Well, their DC projects are really good. Like Peace makes a good one of my favorite projects at the moment is Doom Doom Patrol. I think it's fantastic. I love Doom Patrol. It's spectacular. That is um, so I, good. I, Brendan I, Fraser as Robot Man is just so good. Brendan Fraser as anything. <laughs> they cast um, Matt. Oh, what's his name? As a um, negative man. Oh, Matt Bomber. Like, they cast one of the most. Wait, what? Yeah, he plays negative man. You never see his face other than in flashbacks. What? Flashbacks or the moments, beautiful like... bastard from White Collar doesn't get his face seen. Um, a bit, no, so oh, no, the only time you, you see it in flashbacks, and then you see him in like heavy burn makeup, uh, like a couple of times if he takes his bandages off. But yeah. the majority of the time, because it's actually someone else that does the body acting yeah, body when he's in the it. in the bandages and that. But then Matt Bomber voices the see, rest of it. But he is negative man. See, I st- I'm still going to petition for a. Uh... Just a random episode of spin-off of White Collar and How I Met Your Mother, where Matt Bomber's Neil Caffrey and uh, Neil Patrick Harris's <laughs> this is Barney Stinson hey, go I'm, out I'm and a... pull women, just so we can that see the two so gayest good. men in Hollywood men, uh, playing literally. the two straightest <laughs> men on TV. <laughs> like... um, this is the thing. Like me and you are going to have have to have a conversation about White Collar at some point, Barlow, because it's one of my favourite shows. I loved White Collar so much. It's so good. But the fact it took like the last season of Netflix, like three years to get on there really fucked me off because for ages i thought it got cancelled and it's just because it wasn't put on netflix with all the other seasons Mm -hmm. the upside is we're maybe finally getting a fucking see deathstroke show up (laughs) oh mate after watching the snyder cut and seeing what deathstroke actually fully looked like with joe mango joe mangalio mangalo mangaliano i don't give a shit joe mandalorian yeah, Joe Mandalorian. Like, fucking hell. That was perfect casting as well. It's really yeah. casting. I, I think if we do end up getting a Teen Titans project again, like a proper Teen Titans project, then they'll probably do um, have Deathstroke in that because he is the main villain from the original series. As long as it's, as long as it's not the Teen Titans fucking live action series. Cause they, what uh... what series? What, what are you on about? It doesn't exist. It doesn't it's exist. Good. It's like people that, keep talking to me about this third Matrix movie that doesn't exist. This hypothetical um, Titan series that may or may not exist. I think it's another one of those things where the casting I really enjoy, but the stories are god awful. Like, um, hypothetically, Brendan Thwaites, if he was cast as Nightwing, I think he'd do a really good job. And the other guy who was Robin, I thought he was really good as Jason Todd. A lot of it hypothetically 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 um the fact that they cast um what's his name from game of thrones as batman might be one of my favorite things dc have ever done 
I loved the bit where he literally comes in and says he killed the like basically just admitting to killing the Joker. I thought that scene was perfect, but also I hated that scene had to be a thing. Like that whole episode fucked me off because I was yeah. like, right, you have just got rid of the only reason for him to become Red Hood, and now you've got him as Red Hood. And you're like, it yeah. makes no sense now because the reason why he's Red Hood didn't happen. <laughs> I think I, I think this should sorry go ahead I was going to say someone made a point of saying that the reason why his Batman makes sense the um because I can't think of the actor's name because he's like 50 something at this point someone goes this is a version of Adam West's Batman but older and that's why during <laughs> Nightwing stream sequence you get him doing the Bat Susie and stuff see I hated Titans from episode one because they ruined my favourite DC hero straight off the bat. Raven was shit. Yeah. I, I literally... And I, no, I, I was like, the casting wasn't bad, I'll be honest. But the way they treated her was awful. To the point now where the only person I ever want to see play Raven is uh, Millie Alcock, who plays young Rhaenyra in House of the Dragon. Because I just think that'd be great. But like, Are you going to be mad when I announce that I'm doing a Raven cosplay for my Patreon? No, no, I won't, because to be fair, Raven sure? cosplays are very hard to get wrong. Um, unless so you, me, unless me you're and, fugly, then it's very it. easy to get wrong. <laughs> oh, I'm not fugly, thank you. Um, but uh, no, me and Bella, <laughs> me and, me and Bella are doing it. Bella's slight smug for those who are listening to this was actually quite funny. Um, yeah, no. Tired, um, uh, me and Bella are doing a Raven and Starfire collab. Fair. Do you want me to? Do you want me to paint myself green and I'll just be? You can be, be Beast Boy. <laughs> I'll be Beast Boy in the corner. Um, <laughs> I, just eating food. <laughs> I, yeah, t- Titans was was painful because it could have been good. Like Titans could have actually been good. It just it wasn't. The proof is the fact that Doom Patrol was fucking awesome. So Titans could have been good. Yeah, on the plus side, Titans is still better than uh, Umbrella Academy. And that really puts my level of how much I hate Umbrella Academy up there. I'm not going to lie. I, I also don't like Umbrella Academy. Oh, unpopular. I like the first, I like the first two seasons. I do. haven't lost the... Th- I haven't watched the third <clears throat> season because I just... I got halfway through me. season one and gave up. I... I like I like the first two seasons. The third season, while I do like bits of it, it's not as good as the other two. Season one was the most boring opening season to a show I've ever seen. Um, I really struggled. It took me seven attempts to get past episode five. Uh, and, I only, I, and to be fair, the fact I put seven attempts into it was literally because I kept getting badgered to fucking watch it. And, like, you know, I, that's why I didn't watch Stranger Things for as long as I did, because I was getting mm-hmm. more badgered to watch um, that than I was to I watch Umbrella Academy. I still haven't watched Stranger Things, and everyone keeps telling me to, and the more people keep I mean, telling to me to, fair, the less likely I'm going to watch Sammy, it. I've, <laughs> I've now watched I've now watched it, and it's the best. It's one of my favourite things on TV. Um, but yeah, not. But... it's not House of the Dragon level. Uh, <laughs> like, that's fair nothing's gonna be watched, house of the dragon I, I have actually watched house of the dragon now, oh, and random like random fact house of the dragon you know the episode when he steals the very big dragon yes right that, that one scene yes true that one scene so like 
from him running to climb the dragon, climbing the <laughs> dragon and initially flying it was filmed over two years. Him running oh, to the wow. him running to the dragon happened uh, the first year. Then eleven and a half months later, they filmed the scene of him climbing the side of it. And then I think it was something like uh, thirteen months after that, they filmed him flying the dragon. Jesus. That's how much effort they put into that one scene. It took three years to film. Um, It looked good, though. Oh, yeah, it looked insane. Marvel shut out an entire series in 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but to be fair, like, um, yeah. (laughs) There's nothing I can do. I can't defend that. Can can you justify that? I can't justify that. But then again, they also made the Obi Wan series, which had, like, two good episodes. Um, and yeah. I will I will die on that cliff saying it had two good episodes. I'm a Star Wars nerd. I love the fucking thing. It's my favourite thing in the world. But why people keep saying it's the best fucking series of the year? They can fucking die. They're wrong. Andor's better. And I hate the character yeah. of Andor. Yeah, I tried watching Andor. I'm not going to lie. I just uh, I couldn't do the, it. The first two episodes are shit, but the rest of the season, actually very good. Uh, it's like WandaVision. I hated the first two episodes. Yes, yeah, I loved the rest of the series. Um, but right, is there any other DC comments people would like to make? Dua Lipa, go back to music. Lady Gaga, no, don't be Harlequin. Stop. Yeah, don't be Harlequin, please, please, please. Just in general, Ezra Miller, stop. <laughs> Ezra crazy. Miller, just stop, yeah. Right. Pick a different villain than the Joker, please. We've had nine. Ah, uh, yeah, but Barry looks yes. great. He does look fantastic. Barry looks great. And it's gonna no, be... I'm, not, I'm not saying people can't be good as the Joker. Just give us something else for a change. <laughs> Apparently we're getting Clayface is one of the big ones. We since, are. Uh, I, would, I would like that. Um, I would I'd, I'd very, like some, very I'd like a proper Solomon Grundy as well. Mm-hmm. Proper yeah, because the Arrowverse really did Solomon Grundy badly. They did him dirty, 100%. By just having a guy called Solomon Grundy who had super strength... Being the first mm-hmm. one to take the Mirakuru. Like, oh yeah, that's Solomon Grundy. You're like, no, it fucking ain't. Don't pull the wool over my eyes, you this, bellend. This, this is not Solomon yeah. Grundy. I could quite yeah. easily see that that's not who you're saying it is. And Gotham and too realistic with Solomon Grundy. And just that... Oh. Yeah. Just guy. <laughs> they just like, they put him in a Hall Frankenstein Halloween costume, painted him grey and was like... You're not Butch anymore, you're Solomon Grundy. And the guy like, yeah, cool, let's go. Yeah, to be honest, though, Gotham could do what it wants and I'd still love it, because it's Gotham. I think... Uh, it's my my favourite thing that Batman's involved in is Gotham. My, Genuinely. uh... Um, my... Aren't they meant to be making Gotham PD now? That is coming out. It's, um, I can't remember what it's called. Is it called Gotham PD? It's called Gotham PD. Yeah, I'm not watching it. It's yeah, sound, I don't shit. think I will be either. Um, I think it's with... the same as Pennyworth. I really want to like the thought of Pennyworth, but I can't do it. Yeah. With um... I fucking love Alfred. Wasn't with... they changed the title for Pennyworth's new season? Yeah, the first season was just called Pennyworth. You're like, ah, not enough people are watching this. We need to make sure we know. Pennyworth, Butler to Batman, or something fun, like. Fun, fun, fun fact: uh, our friend Gil is actually in an episode of Pennyworth. Well, you know what? Gil being in it is still not going to make me watch it. No. And he can go like... He he doesn't have any lines. He's literally a 
policeman that gets shot. <laughs> okay, I might watch that. Uh, <laughs> like, just to just to see what it's like to be able to shoot Gil. But with if you watch his TikTok, you see what it's like to kick him in the balls. <laughs> that was actually one of the last things I said to his partner: "Is what is it like kicking him in the balls?" Uh, you should have just asked me. I've actually kicked him in the balls. I miss Gil. I haven't spoken to him in a long time. Uh-uh. To be fair, no one like Gil. Gil is one of those ones that he doesn't reply. He doesn't reply, but also you'll see him at like parties, and then you'll and speak then to him disappears. as if you've never not seen him. So it'd be like you literally saw him the day before, and then you won't see him again for another six months. He's like Bigfoot. He's always blurry unless he appears on camera. It's the other way around. But with with Ezra Miller, I still can't believe Warner Brothers did the whole, are we? There's three options we've got here. Release the movie and make them apologise. Release the movie and not have them in any of the promo. Or don't release the movie. I'm like, okay, and Warner Brothers still haven't made a decision. That yeah. was like, what, three months ago they announced that? And they've still not decided. I wouldn't mind if they just really badly edited another actor's face onto, onto Ezra, Ezra Miller. Miller. Yeah, it I agree. Actually, like, not, not even good. Like, it could it could be a woman, and it's like, oh yeah, that's Barry Allen, and they don't know any of the lines. Yeah. I still think it'd be better than what Ezra Miller has done, because I, I, hate, I hate their version of Barry Allen new version of Barry Allen for the Flash movie, we are going to have Tommy Wiseau and I'm on board. Tommy Wiseau. I want Tommy Wiseau in every movie ever because he is unhinged, he's a man that shouldn't exist but does and he <laughs> makes everything better. He has a Twitch channel. I found he that does. out the, I found that out the other day and he just airs the room on repeat. That really should the be the best thing in the world. That should just be his the title of his autobiography, the person who shouldn't exist but does. <laughs> I think with with Ezra Miller, regardless of what they've done, like and they've done some fucked up shit. <coughs> They were never a good casting in the first place. No, nope. like they were probably DC's worst casting, and they've made some bad casting decisions. But also the fact that the the storyline they went straight into Flashpoint Paradox without any build up, and also they've got instead of an actual Reverse Flash, they've got fucking um, Ezra Miller playing two versions of the Flash. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sorry, but Eobard Thorne is one of the coolest DC characters there is. To not have them just having another Ezra Miller. Can I, we... I just want to cry. Is there any villains that we think should have, just before we go into uh, everything else, <clears throat> any, like, one villain from DC you want to see make the big screen? Like, uh... it could be a one that already has, but you want to see... Do well on the big screen, shall we say? Oh, Deadshot! Fucking love Deadshot. Didn't like Will Smith as Deadshot. Really, I loved it. Will Smith as Deadshot. Did you? I, I didn't. Thought... I didn't like it. But also, like, I liked the guy that did it in uh, Arrow, as well. We've lost. To Tom. be fair, I didn't get that far into Arrow. Tom is back. Tom is werewolf by night. I bet Tom's in the dark. Apparently. Uh... Did you forget to pay your power bill? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, before we started um, streaming, I was fra- No, my camera's just broken now. Have <laughs> your lights just turned off? No, my lights are definitely off. Are you sure? 
Very weird. I, I'm, it's just... Yeah, let me try and see if I shine my torch, what happens. Yeah, it's like... Hello. It's like you're in sepia tones. Apparently, yeah. I'm just going to turn my uh, turn my camera off for a bit and hope that Yeah, nice. Oh. Wow, this is what it's like being a disembodied voice. I see why you do it now, Bandit. It's great. Yeah. DC One less pressure. villain that I'd like to see on the big screen. I, I'd love to see the Court of Owls. I know it's not just one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I think the likelihood is, because of how popular Court of Owls has been as of late, just in public consciousness, especially because they're in the new game as well, as, yeah. um, we are going to get Court of Owls in a movie. Or a series. Controversial opinion, Gotham Knights is not good. It's just... I'm not... that... I've played... I think that's I've a played... controversial opinion. That's true. No, but there's so many people that, like, I know that are sponsored to play Gotham Knights now. I like quite a few. And a lot of them are, like, hyping it up on Twitter. They have to hype it up on Twitch. And then I'm getting DMs of being like, I fucking hate this game. If I have to stream it one more time, I'm going to fucking quit. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like the same that happened when people had to stream uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. People were like, yeah, we got sponsored to do this. Streamed it once. And we're like... Oh, three more fucking streams of this crap. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Scarecrow. That's, yeah. We need to see a good Scarecrow. I want to, yeah. okay, Arkham Asylum Scarecrow. Yes. Yeah. With, with yeah. the Freddy Krueger gloves and all that, yeah. With the got syringes of fear gas, that's dope. Don't care what anyone says. To be fair, I want to see um, Firefly. I feel like Firefly yeah. would really work in a Robert Pattinson I want to see Batman. Slade. I want to see yeah. Slade. Hush would be cool as well. Hush would be sick. The thing is, I, f- I think like Robert Patterson's Batman opened so many doors to so many cool villains that yeah. like we've played against in the like. Imagine a sadistic Mad Hatter villain <gasps> now. Yes, because I love Mad Hatter in Gotham. I thought they were yeah. great. I don't think you need him to be. I don't think you need a sadistic version of him, considering he's already a nonce. I think they're like they're quite. They don't, need to go worse. they don't need to go worse than he already is. I'd like. What is it, Doctor ah, Pig? Doctor Pig? Doctor Pig would be cool if they do like more, oh, more yeah, like, yeah, scary yeah. shit. Yeah, that'd be really cool. But I think what it. what could work well for Robert Patterson now is like they did with having like the penguin stuff going on in the first movie is actually have an overall big bad that he's trying to get but also a load of little bit uh, like well-known villains that he potentially takes down throughout i think yes, that I works agree. well um and that's why i liked what they're doing with the joker storyline of the fact he's already arrested in arkham we're probably yeah, not going to see him as an actual big bad joker villain he's probably just going to be someone that we see locked up every so often yeah, he's going to be behind the scenes pulling the strings kind of thing. Yeah, and I think then we will see... Because the the original plan was to always do an Arkham Asylum-style movie. And I think yes. that's that's why it makes sense to have the Joker there. Because I think I agree. they'll do two or three more movies, and then the fourth one will be Joker trying to break out of Arkham, and we will see a lot of shit. Yeah. Well, um, in so in one of the comics... Um, Batman creates his own Suicide Squad and he pulls like a bunch of like serious villains who've hated him to do it. So it'd be interesting if we do see a Batman style Suicide Squad movie. Mm. Oh, and that camera's just not having it, is it? 
Yeah, it's I keep turning it on every now and again, just hoping for the best. But I won't lie to you, my Wi-Fi went down, so I'm currently running this entire stream off of my phone's hotspot. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't put um, your camera on, dude. That that uh. Right. So. Tier list. Tier lists. I need to tier get word dog. So the first tier list is: should we do worst six or top uh, top six of characters from? I have not yet written my worst. We do top six. Yep. I I just typed in top six rather than word. So Tom, do you want to go first, being as though you are our guest this week? Uh, yes, this is so, like the second time I heard about what we were doing. Could I get a refresh of what we so, were doing? So so we got we got we're gonna do a top and bottom six of our favourite characters from Marvel and DC, and okay. then we're gonna do. Uh, top six and bottom six kind of projects that have been announced for the future. So for the first one, we're doing top six favorite characters from Marvel and DC. Okay, um, I think straight off the bat, uh, I'll go Spider-Man, Nightwing, and Wally West's version of the Flash, because um, I really like all those characters. I think they're really really cool. Um, I think. I think Eobard Thorne's Reverse Flash is one of, if not in my opinion, the best villains DC have, and I feel like he's very underutilized. Uh, Plastic Man is simply fantastic, and I think I spoke about that the last time we all spoke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm trying to think of more Marvel characters. Uh, <laughs> this is the issue. I'm a Marvel fanboy, but I'm really struggling to come up with. <laughs> I'm gonna look, my top six list. There is two Marvel characters I've on. Got one uh, there's, so there's three for mine, but like two of them are pretty low down. Interesting. Now, um... oh wow, it is, it is a but like I love Marvel. I think there's some amazing stuff. But I'm I'm trying to go for like comics and the how what the characters are and I'm like, yeah, I think mine's gonna be a gonna... more comic book stand standpoint. Yeah, uh, mine is. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, at the at the moment Sandman. I think Sandman's been really really cool as a series. So watching the series made me reread re- all the original Sandman run, and she made me realize how cool a comic it was. So, yeah. Okay, so that's your six. Bandit, top six. Um, my first, my number six and five, uh, Ghost Rider and Hawkeye. Okay. I've loved both of them since I read them first time. Um, and Go- Ghost Rider is just cool. I don't care what anyone says. I know the Nicolas Cage movie is bad, but I still like it. Nah, the first movie is good. The second one's tragic. Well, the second one's tragic. Um, yeah. But yeah, Ghost Rider is just cool. Um, Hawkeye again. I've always had a. I've always loved Hawkeye since I read him about him in a comic first time. Just and he was one of the characters I played on Ultimate Marvel. So the the Raven from Teen Titans, specifically that one because that was hands down one of the coolest iterations of the character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Peacemaker turning a joke racist character into something that can actually be entertaining mm. and actually likable, which is really interesting. Scarecrow, I've already said my reasons for him, why I want a movie with him. 
And then Gambit. Because Gambit is just cool. <laughs> Gambit is pretty Gambit cool. Is epic. Gambit is epic. The, the raging Cajun. What's cooler than throwing explosive cards and like that's, beating people up with a staff? That's the thing. I was so hyped for the Channing Tatum Gambit project that just never happened. Yeah. I think my favourite thing about Gambit is he's one of the few 90s characters where most of the characters that were invented in the 90s have grown out of the 90s. Gambit just didn't. He's like, oh yeah, I've still got the massive trench coat. I've still got the neon-coloured body armour. I've still got these giant shoulder pads and knee pads. I'm the most 90s thing that exists. And my power is explosions, but everyone loves me. Can we also respect, though, that like even in, X- he- even in X-Men Origins Wolverine, he was great. He was still cool as fuck. He was the best part of a bad movie. Yeah. But to be fair, I loved Will I loved Will I Am in that movie too. Will like... I Am was good in that movie, I don't care what Will I Am was so good in that movie. I will say as well, I think Lev Schreiber is how you say his name. Le- uh, Lee Schreiber's uh, yeah. Sabretooth. I thought that he was cool. He I didn't cast- make any Mate, the casting of X Origins was so good. It was just again, it was the execution. I think if you had the yeah. same script but with like actual good editing, I think it would have been a far sooner and and if they redid Deadpool. But like if they had so- like better editing in general, that would have just made the movie fifty times better. But also look at the point that Deadpool's introduction in where out of the elevator. I love it's that. It's so yeah. dumb, but it's so cool. <laughs> Do you ever stop talking? Someone... Sometimes when I'm sleeping. <laughs> I saw someone did a rewrite for X Men Origins, and they kept the same premise of Deadpool being experimented on, and that's how he gets all these weird scars and everything like that. But the key difference is they made is that Striker threw Deadpool out. It was like, no, no, this is a failed experiment. Destroy it. And then Deadpool came back to help Wolverine and Sabretooth against a different weapon. So they actually had, rather than Wolverine, rather than Deadpool just being sword. How does he move his arms? I still doesn't make any sense to me. No, let's be honest. Most you, of that you, film doesn't make sense. You're questioning what makes sense in a movie where a man grows metal claws... And someone hits the staff on the floor and makes a big sonic boom. There's, there's no sense to be made out of that. No, no, you make a fair point. Maybe it's like cat's claws where they just fold up slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, your top six. Well, I was going to say, can we do our top six, like the one on one thing like we normally do? Because for some reason it's really throwing me off doing it the way we just did it. Well, we're the only we'll do two that for left. bottom six. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. It's just it's really throwing me off. We'll, we'll all do that for me. bottom six. We'll all do that for bottom six. <laughs> okay, so we'll do one at a time for bottom six. But yeah, you, yeah. you got to do your top six. Unless you want to go back and forth with me. Yes, please. Okay, well, you go first. Okay, so um, my top six, number six, is Crazy Jane from Doom Patrol. Because, like... It's, yeah, it's I I just I just love the idea. Like it, She has a fucking traumatic childhood as fuck. Um, but the idea of essentially there's like multiple different people living inside of her head um, that all have different superpowers I just think is sick yeah I think the actress does a really good job of portraying oh god yeah she's she's fantastic uh, I have done my usual which is I've struggled to come up with a sixth place so I've gone joint this is coming a very common thing uh, Moon Knight and Raven from DC that's fair 
because Moon Knight's always been one of my favorite comic book characters. But then I've recently been reading a lot of DC comics, and I very much shrimp for for Raven. Uh, yeah, I think everybody kind of shrimps for for Raven a little bit. She, I think she, along with peep char- uh, characters like Shigo and the one from Danny Phantom, were just like the awakening for a lot of people. <laughs> oh, it's Sam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Your five? Number five for me um, is Bloodsport. Comic book Bloodsport, though. Nice. Well, to be Don't fair, film Bloodsport was good. Yeah, it's, this is the thing. I have no issue with Idris Elba's portrayal of Bloodsport. I enjoyed it, but I really like Bloodsport from the comics. Yeah. I just think it's great. It's just one of the weird things where Idris Elba, be, like, using his regular accent, just works in favour of Bloodsport, where he's just got yeah. a pissy attitude and it just only works more because he's British. Uh, yeah. My number five is uh, Eobard Thorn's Reverse Flash. That's fair. 100%. 100%. The best We're... Reverse Flash, just straight have you, up. Absolutely. Have you already said like your your reasonings basically earlier why you like I him? I just love him. It's just so good. That's fair. Um, my number four, and it's honestly because it, like their power actually just genuinely scares me. Uh, Purple Man. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. the thought of someone okay. just being able to tell you what to do and you have to do it. Like, I've got a really weird thing about having control anyway. So the fact of having absolutely no control and you literally just have to do what this... Like, they literally could say to you, slit your throat, and you just do it. Would you kindly? <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. the whole Bioshock would you kindly thing. It fucks me up, man. I think those <laughs> powers, like, this... It's when you take them to the logical extreme is when you get what's a face from a brother academy, like the I, I heard a rumor. I heard what's a rumor, that? yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number four, um, Wolverine. I've That's even fair. even before I watched X two, I've got like I have an anthology of Wolverine comics that's like two thousand pages long. Um. I've pretty much read every Wolverine comic there is to read. Um, I think to remember you saying this to me before. Yeah, and when Death of Wolverine came out, it didn't originally come out in the UK for like three months, so I managed to uh, pay someone that I knew that lived in America to send me a copy over. (laughs) I love that. Um, And it ended up being a really disappointing comic book. Yeah. No! Because he doesn't die. Like... The whole thing, because you can't... <laughs> the death of Wolverine, all that happens is he gets basically put in liquid adamantium that solidifies around him. Yeah. But at the time, he doesn't have his healing factor. So it, I think it does kill him, but it, like, he... They can't take out his body to confirm it, so it's one of those... The classic rule of comic books and movies, if you can't see a body, they're not dead. True. Uh, Samuel third. My number three is Scream. Okay. So basically Venom, but on fucking crazies, because obviously um, Donna Diego is the host of Scream, um, and she has schizophrenia anyway. Um, so now she's convinced that Scream isn't real, that Scream's just one of her hallucinations, but actually she's being like controlled by a symbiote. It's mental. Basically Venom, but with a menstrual cycle. Yeah. And she looks cooler. Venom, if it was controlled by Carnage. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, My third is the Joker. 
That's fair. I, this is why I will always disagree with people when they say, can we have less Joker? Like, can we have someone else? No. No. <laughs> I love the Joker. Like, Marlo has spoken. The Joker is my favourite villain of all time. And yes, I will even say he's better than Darth Vader. Like, just hands Ooh. down. And I will fight anyone. I've, hence why I've cosplayed four different versions of the Joker. <laughs> I did one of the makeups. Yes. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, my number two, kind of no surprise, John Constantine. I literally said earlier that I fucking love him. Yeah, it's fantastic. That, and fun fact for anyone that didn't know, the look of John Constantine was based off of Sting. I, oh. I feel like I've read that somewhere. Yeah, it was made to look like Sting. Um, I know. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this when we talked on the last time we spoke comics, but there's actually a rather successful Constantine fan film that was filmed in my hometown. It's where they Hello. do the yeah, where they do the um, John Constantine joining the Devils playing poker. Oh uh, um, yes. And they do do they call him Constantine in it. But my favourite part because they're betting souls, and I'll I'll link it to you at some point. But my mm. favourite part about it is they're all playing for souls. And they're like, yeah, you can't touch us. This is a devil's agreement. You know, you can't use any ma- magic here. And no, no, of course I can't. But what I have done is put enough innocent souls here that the big man's going to notice. He steps back and all the devils just hit with like radiant light. Huh? And I was like, yeah, that tracks. But um, yeah, it's really good. Um, I'll see if I can find it at some point. Mm. Uh, my number two, and this might surprise some people, uh, is X-Men's Nightcrawler. That doesn't surprise me at all. Nightcrawler's great. Um, I really want to cosplay it, but to get like the actual Nightcrawler suit from the the comics and the animation doesn't mm. exist anywhere, and I'm too that lazy needs to, to be make, made. And I'm too lazy to make it myself. Um, and because when MZ was doing Mystique, I was going to do Nightcrawler, and I mm. hadn't told her for a while that Mystique's actually his mum, so I was going to like wait until I was in cosplay before I said it. <laughs> Um, but also, X Men 2's Nightcrawler was fucking beast. Like, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, I agree with you. He was? I didn't see him and Beast go into any rooms together. You didn't not yeah. see them go into any rooms together. Oh, yeah. that's why. That's why. That's why Nightcrawler was in an X Men 3. He was at home with the kids. Yeah. Also, Nightcrawler in X Men Evolution was great as well. X Men Evolution is so mm-hmm. underrated. I feel like so many people skip over it for X Men, the 90s show. But. A show where the teenage X-Men are actually teenagers is just fun. Yeah. Right, Sammy, on number one. There's a massive ass shock to no one. Satana. <laughs> sure it's not Reed Richards? I'm 100%. <laughs> okay. No, like, please don't cast Dua Lipa. Please don't ruin her for me. Satana is literally my favourite comic book character of all time. I'm really surprised with what I've put. I'm gonna let you guys guess. You get one guess. I want to see if no one, no one's gonna. I can actually swear to you now, nobody's gonna get this right. Spider Man. Oh, boy. I'll give you the, the only. I'm, I'm just telling you, it's DC. The, the polka dot man. <laughs> oh damn! How'd you get it? Um, Ratcatcher. Azrael. Oh, okay. Oh right. Okay. I didn't like how he was portrayed in Gotham at all. Um, but no. the way the way he's been done in the Arkham games was what I first loved about him. And then I pl- uh, I read a load of Azrael comics 
and the character's fucking insane. And it's one of those ones where actually, when people say like, "In my like, who should take the the helm of Batman?" I was like, I actually wouldn't mind if he did. He'd do a better job than Nightwing does. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's not get into that. Oh, if, if, like... Night, if Nightwing had a fight with Azrael, Azrael would win. Isn't the whole point of Nightfall that Azrael is a terrible Batman? Yes. Does, does, he's not like murdering so many people and has the most 90s costume which in to the, ever exist. Which at the time means that he's he, he's better at being Red Hood than Red Hood. I, yeah, fair. <laughs> I absolutely really know, just as you've brought that up, I really want a Batman Who Laughs movie. Or a series of Batman Who Laughs. That'd be good. Um, okay, bottom six. So we do one at a time. So we go six to one. But if it's in, if you don't have it in a particular order, it doesn't matter. Just name one. Uh, Tom. Bottom uh, six. Uh, my brain just went to like all characters that have been done really badly in media. Um, I don't. I used to love Green Lantern. I hate him because I hate the representation he got in. Um, Green Lantern movie, so I'd probably put him as my bot. Is so he's sixth, like so. Most... So we're gonna go sixth from like least hated to most hated. Okay, yeah. So I'd probably put him at sixth. Okay. Um, it just because I really hated the portrayal of him. Uh, okay. I think... Okay. Um, Bandit? I think. Oh, yeah, we're, we're just doing one at a time. Uh, yeah. Bandit? Um. Falcon for no other reason than he's boring. That's a fair one to be fair. Like I have nothing particularly against Anthony Mackie. Um I just think the character's not being done well enough to warrant me liking him. He he is just like do you know do you remember that um remember superhero movie, that like one of that, that really dodgy parody movie? Yeah. yeah. And that guy who like just thinks he's a superhero and jumps off a building and crashes into a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that's Falcon. <laughs> like he doesn't fly; he falls with style. He is Buzz Lightyear with guns. That's all he is. Buzz Lightyear with guns. That's a vibe. Uh, my number six is just because their power is super fucking stupid. It's hindsight, lad. <laughs> their, li- their literal power is ah. Oh, in hindsight, we should have done it this way. <laughs> It's my favourite uh, thing ever. In true Barlow style, I've got two, but that's because they are the same person, just different genders. Um, Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Uh, that's, I yeah. never fucking... No? Just no. Just just no. They, why? Why do they exist? Why do they still exist? And Hawkman was the worst part of Black Adam in a movie that wasn't great. So that really says a lot about Black <laughs> Hawkman. Uh, I like to revise my previous statement of imagine uh, Falcon is Buzz Lightyear with guns, and Hawkman is Woody with wings. If you take the guns off Falcon, you get Hawkman. <laughs> that, that's that's accurate. Yeah. Oh. Uh, right, you're num- uh, number five, Tom. Um, I'm gonna go with a character just that I thought was really dumb, and it was like a dumb retcon that you now always have to take into account, and that is the mutant forget me not. 
Oh god. Uh, uh, and it's just the idea that X Men went. Oh yeah, there was this guy in the original X Men who has basically got the power of the silence from Doctor Who. In that, as soon as you stop looking at him, you forget he exists. And the and the idea that of that is he could be in every single X Men story, and people just don't know it. So like every time I read an X Men comic now, there's this little voice at the back of my head that's just going, "Forget me, not in the room. Don't don't forget that." And I was like, I just, the irony is that I actually did forget he existed. <laughs> But it's, yeah, like, I kind of want him to show up in a film now. Just to, like, just to, like, but have him in, like, every film, but, like, with one or two lines. So, like, you forget that he was in the previous movie. And then they bring out a new and then just go for a different one. Yeah, but he is actually, like, a named role as well. Like, there are unnamed characters that have more lines than him. But, like, also, the person that he's talking to is the same in every movie, but they don't remember him from, like, the conversation before. <laughs> I think that would work. Yeah, I think that could work. I'd read that. Bandit? Uh, Martian Manhunter. Mm. I... Did, he is just green. Sully is. He's green. And admittedly, it's not easy being green. Kermit even made a song about it. But, like, it's he, he, that's all he is. He is just green. And for the longest time, as a very small child, Bandit always heard heard this other older kid call him Spawn. So I thought, oh, Spawn sucks. And then I learned what Spawn was and thinking, nah, Spawn's cool as fuck. So I think with um, Martian Manhunter, he falls into the same category as Superman for me in that he's so powerful unless you've got a really competent writer behind him it's going to feel rocks boring of a specific colour uh, Martian yeah. Manhood doesn't even have the fucking kryptonite no I was about the Superman reference <laughs> what does um, Superman have yeah. we have great writers yes and what do the great writers do they put a green rock in plot well, armour he's weak to magic as well yeah, but we I'd don't also... have that at the moment. I mean, I'd also be, I'd also be weak to magic. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the argument. Is it's not that Superman is any more weak to magic than any other character. It's just that because magic is not of this world, he has no natural defense for it. Mm. In that his he's got a bulletproof vest for everything except magic, where he's just a normal guy. So that bullet is going to hurt him. Mm. Superman loses to to uh, Muhammad Ali in a fair fight. They did a comic about that. This is true. Uh, Sammy. Um, my number five might be controversial for some people. Uh, Ultron. I don't like Ultron. I never have. Interesting. Sky, it's sassy Skynet. That's how he was portrayed. Oh, sassy like, Skynet. <laughs> Age of Ultron love... was sassy Skynet. I loved the comic too much to hate him, but at the same time hated the movie. I liked the movie, I just didn't like Ultron <laughs> in that movie. See, the the comic is, is so good, and then the film it's it's just it's just bad. It's not good. But that does trigger me mildly. Uh, Sorry, my dude. My number five, as much as I really want to see Anna Kendrick dress in the clothes. Uh, Squirrel Girl. I really mm. don't know why it's a thing, but I want it to be a thing with Anna Kendrick. 
I just want to see Anna Kendrick is in a in a in a actually good movie because I I shrimp for her, but that's not the point. Why? So you want to see her in a fursuit is what you're telling us. <laughs> no comment. Uh, Tom, <laughs> you're... Tom, you're number four. <laughs> Don't tell Izzy. I'm telling Izzy. Don't, because the amount of comments of her being a furry I've made for this to come to her, I'm, I'm fucked. Does Izzy watch your podcast or listen to it? Of course Izzy doesn't. I'm trying to think, like, characters are actively dislike. Um, I'd say um, the maker. So the um, so for number four, I'm going to say the Reed Richards Ultimate Universe. Oh yeah, yeah. Reed Richards isn't a great person at the best of times, but the Ultimate Universe just took him and went, "What if we made him just terrible and a villain?" And, like, he's meant to be part of the founding family. He's meant to be, like... He's meant to be, like, a dumb dad. And that's why he's badly written, because he's a dumb middle-aged guy. Not because he's a psychopath. Um, and I just thought it ruined... It, a lot of people hate Reed Richards because of the maker. Um, and I like Reed Richards in the context of the Fantastic Four. All the multiverse stuff he does, not great, but... Uh, just as a dumb dad, I think he's cool, and I think that ruined it. Yeah, that's fair. I just don't like Reed Richards anyway. I can't say I'm the, I, I'm, I'm his biggest fan. No. I almost put him in my top, like in my bottom was, six. I'm gonna be if honest. Hindsight, like, if I hadn't remembered hindsight, lad, yeah. he would in have been my number six. In hindsight, when I start, yeah, uh, I started writing this list, and originally Reed Richards was on it, but then with hindsight, I remembered other people. Um, Bandit, yours. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't like Green Arrow. I just don't. Well, can is... we find a new co-host? Oh no! I was banned from the server by accident. Um... Yeah, I know that. Um... <laughs> I was just trying to kick you from the call. I kicked ban instead. <laughs> I I I don't like Green Arrow that much. Um, I don't I I don't hate how he's portrayed in like the. Uh, early Arrow series. I just, like, when I saw him in the Justice League cartoon when I was growing up, I just never liked him. Yeah, that's that's my horrific hot take for this episode. (laughs) Sammy, what's yours before I punch him? (laughs) Oh, why'd you neck in your furry? No, I'm sticking up for Barlow on this one, Bandit. I'm genuinely, like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. I'm actually, no, this is, there's been some controversial shit come from Bandit's Corner during this podcast, but that, you you thought you knew a guy. You think you think you know someone. Thought you're friends with someone and they do that. I've got my feet right now, like, I've got one foot, like, basically pressed against my chair and it's fucking hurting me but that's keeping me calm right now <laughs> anywho uh my number four is uh niles calder he's a prick yeah i hate him more than green arrow i mean 
An acceptable choice. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, my top three are probably my top three are probably going to piss people off. Uh, oh, my number three is going to piss people off. I know this for a fact. My number four. Where's Tom gone? Oh, where's Sammy yeah. gone? Even. Sammy. <laughs> um, I'm still here. I'm still dark. Yeah. Where the fuck, Sammy go? Sage, you're in the dark, but I'll tell you what, Sherlock Holmes, you are unbelievable. Sammy, what happened? <laughs> I think I just randomly disconnected for some reason. That was weird. I honestly muted uh, me for half a second and I was going to be like, haha, funny. Um, no. I think I just disconnected. Uh, my number four is Baron Mordo. There are better Doctor Strange villains out there. There are more engaging ones. I I do agree with and that. I just think he's a bit of a wet wipe, to be fair. He's got no actual reason to hate Doctor Strange half the time. It's just jealousy, and I'm fed up of seeing jealousy being the main reason for a bad guy's existence. It's just one thing that pisses me off. Is it uh, one of your favourite villains, um, Reverse Flash? His entire thing is being jealous about Barry Allen. Yeah! <laughs> but at the same time, on top of that, the main reason why he ends up actually attacking the Flash in the end isn't necessarily because of his jealousy. His jealousy is what spurs him to get the powers in the first place, but he fucks it, and the powers he gives himself are not what he expected. True, true. Um, whereas Baron Mordo is literally just a case of he's a moody teenager in a not-teenager's body. Yeah, uh, Tom, what about your third... My third one is with my sort of a branch selection here is a majority of the Spider-Verse characters. Not from the show, I the movie even I thought the movie was fantastic and they were all amazing. I just think it got to a point about three or four years ago where Marvel were like, well, we've got something here, let's run with it, and there was just an abundance of Spider-Verse characters. And not all of them were great. Like I think there was a few golden gems in there, i.e., Spider Gwen um, or Spider Woman slash Ghost Spider. Um, but that was it. All of them just felt really meh. And I think they need to focus more on actually writing Peter Parker better than just creating another few hundred Spider Men. I think yeah, I think there are like five or six like absolutely banging ones. Like Silk is great, Spider Gwen's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Love Silk. Um, I also really like Scarlet Spider. I like yeah. Spider Man Noir. Spider Man Noir is great. But I think the issue is they've got like they basically just went down a route of let's find random things and thick spider in front of it. Well, it's like one of the annoying things for it. I saw in a panel the other day, it was about Spider Gwen. And it was, she was doing her own multiversal thing where she was going hopping universe and meeting other versions of herself. And they all had, they were all Avengers with like Gwen based names. It was like Capped Gwen America and yeah, like, I heard it. the, um, the Ingwenable Hulk. My problem with that is Spider Gwen's name isn't even Spider Gwen, it's Spider Woman. Mm. So the fact that they all have Gwen things was like, hey, remember how we said that thing? Spider Gwen that one time we're, we're just going to burn that in, into the ground um, Bandit uh, so it was one person 
and now it's two because Barlow reminded me they existed. My, <laughs> my, it was Hawk Girl, and then you reminded me the Hawkman existed. So it's Hawkman and Hawk Girl. I reiterate my point. You take the guns off Falcon. I'll allow it. What do you mean you'll allow it? I'm still. It's still, still mad. pretty pissed, if I'm honest. Uh, Sammy, on number three. That's apparently controversial. It, it might be. It's just a case of like I don't. I've never liked the character, but I know it's a very well loved character. Uh, Cyborg. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of Cyborg. Out of all of the Teen Titans and like those kind of like errors, it's just I'm bored. Cool, you got blown up in a lab. Sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> Could you not say that for like a good chunk of the superheroes? Cool shit things happened. Oh well. Yeah. Never mind. My... I think the one thing I um I was just very quickly, one of my favourite memories of Cyborg is from the Teen Titans show. And when he has this whole thing about because I'm a robot, I'm stuck at what I can do. And he has to fight the guy who's very much stronger than him. Oh, um, Atlas. Yes, and it's just that whole idea of he's like, oh yeah, I might struggle because <laughs> I'm a robot, but I'm always going to push myself beyond my own limits. Um, oh, There's something I want to mention about Cyborg in the Teen Titans show, actually. It's an episode where there's a character who refers to Starfire as, I can't remember what the term is, but it's the equivalent of a racial slur. Yeah, and she has a serious talk with Cyborg about it, and he goes, "No, Cyborg's like, no, I understand. I have to battle the same thing." And we all think, and everyone who watches it as an adult thinks we know where this is going. It's because you know Cyborg's black, and goes, "It's because I'm a robot." And I'm like, "Well, that was a bait and switch." <laughs> but they definitely, yeah, I, I was thinking that as well. They definitely did that on purpose because he's, oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, do, do you know what it's like to be called something because of the way you look? And he's like, "Yeah, of course I do." I'm half robot, and I'm like, ah, that's not what you meant. <laughs> I I still think that episode's really well done, but it was like it felt like a bit like a bait and switch. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. My number three is probably going to piss a few people off. Um, Captain America. No, that's fair. I actually, no, he was very close to making my list. Hate no, Captain America. He is milk toast as fuck. Um, he is chamomile tea, but without milk. Or tea, or chamomile, <laughs> or, or a mug, or a mug. <laughs> he just is. Yeah, I just, just, I just hate him. Uh, Tom, you're number two. Number two. I'm going into my two controversial ones now. Uh, the Red Hood. Okay. I think, I think his initial introduction was really good. And I think, the, as a concept, he was really cool. But he has what I like to refer to as Sheldon Cooper Syndrome. In that they give him loads of character development and stop him being such an ans- angsty wanker and have him, like, deal with his trauma and become a better person. But then the next writer comes in and they go, well, what about if we just, you know, had him be angsty and a wanker all over again? And I can see that Barlow, even though he can't see his face, is staring into my soul right now. So I feel like he's going to have words. Hi, Barlow. You've all said one thing that just pisses me off. (laughs) You've said Red Hood. Bandits is the worst with Green Arrow. I'd say, to be fair, I'd say Tom's is the least annoying. Because I'd say Ultron pissed me off more than that as well. But this is the most triggered I've been in a fucking podcast so far. This is by far the most triggered I've been in a podcast. 
Now you know how I felt when you said that the Green Lantern movie was okay. Bandit, what's your next one? Um, US Agent. Basically just for how he's... But basically the MCU portrayal of him. I don't think he's like... I don't think he's like really bad in the comics. But... The, the the US agent in the MCU has killed all fucking goodwill I had for that character. It's just and, a shit like, really, series regardless, isn't it? Like... It, just, it just fucking buried it. And I think, like, when you make a character, you, you're meant to see US agent as the bad guy all the time, and yet he comes off more fucking reasonable than anyone else a lot of the time. And it's still shit. Yeah, that's Sammy, you're number two. Blob. Did you call me Blob? Yeah. <laughs> no, I said Bub. I just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, just think, I just think also... I think in a world where your superpower is your fat is... It's just a bit yeah, of a... The, I mean, it's superpower. literally what his superpower is. He's big. <laughs> like, at least with the X-Men Origins version, dude, they explained that his superpower is super strength. And he just got depressed and became fat. Uh, it, didn't they do that in the X Men in X Men Evolution though, where like his thing is that he doesn't really feel pain, and yes. like they just he just got bulked up because he his metabolism went shit shit or bust or whatever. Yeah, it's he's like impervious. Um, was the whole thing with that? I could talk all day about X Men Evolution. It's so good. X Men Evolution's great. Do you like the blob? I have no hatred for the blob. I feel like he's a character that's just kind of like hard to hate. He's just kind of there. I just don't like him. <laughs> Is that a problem? I like the fight scene in X-Men Origins with the blob, actually. It's a pretty fun fight scene. Ah, okay. Usa. My number two most hated character is Superman. Clark Kent can suck my ass. I have no I, nothing further to say. I think that um, John Kent is actually doing a better job as Superman in the current yes, comics. Than he is. His dad is. Hundred percent. But also, fuck anyone that wears the S badge. It's not a symbol of hope. It's just an S. The S is. <laughs> The S stands for stinky. <laughs> the S stands for yeah. Tom, your most hated number one. Okay, um, mine. So obviously, I'm a big Spider-Man fan. Uh, I'm gonna say, in terms of wasted potential, my you most. Venom, hate... I'm throwing you down the stairs. You say Electro. I'm cancelling this podcast. Yeah, same actually. Okay, uh, before I say, first of all, it's not Venom, but I'm curious which stairs. I'm currently on the ground floor. Would you carry me up a flight of stairs to then throw me down them? Yes. But he's not saying it's not Electro. If it's It's, Electro, I'm... It's not Electro. Uh, In terms of wasted potential, uh, the superior Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. um, Doc Ock Spider-Man. Yeah, as a big Spider-Man fan, when they announced Doc Ock would be taking over Spider-Man's body, I was livid. I hated it. And then I read the comics and I saw what they were going for in that Doc Ock had the same starting point as Peter, but none of the, like, 
good point, and that's what led me down the path. So they had similarities, and Doc Ock, and throughout that all the whole thing started ended with Doc Ock going, "I've realised that I want to be a superhero, but Peter Parker will always be a better superhero than me." And he willingly gives up his own autonomy, gives up his body to let Peter be Spider-Man again. And I thought that was a beautiful way to have that character. And then they just went, oh yeah, but then he saved an earlier version of his brain into a clone. And now he's evil again, just because we, we need him to be a villain again. And I was like, you just threw away all that character development. It's a story that divided like every Spider-Man fan to just then go, oh, actually, we've just undone all that. Peter's Spider-Man again, and Doc Ock was a good guy for a little bit, was Spider-Man for, again for a little bit, and now he's just fat Doc Ock again. And it has all been a dream. Honestly. Mephisto, I tell you. Bandit, you're number one. Captain Marvel. Like, the movie destroyed like gave me a bad first impression because I didn't read the comics with her in and I thought okay the best thing about this movie is the soundtrack and then I thought I'll give the comics a go and she's a bitch there as well <laughs> like um, Carol Danvers is not an entertaining character Brie Larson is not an entertaining person unless she's fucking singing metric songs so Brie Larson's Captain Marvel was best in the films where she wasn't her own film. Captain Marvel was a very so-so film, but the character felt better in Infinity War yeah. in Endgame than she did in in the few minutes we saw of her in Endgame than she did her entire own movie. Yeah, no, I'd agree. Sammy, because there wasn't a lot of her. It's just yeah. objectively a better thing. <laughs> Sammy, you're number one. Uh, Duella Dent. Yeah, fair. The reason why I just feel like they just wanted to make a female Joker, and I was like, no, I need to. You did that when you did it where Bruce died instead of his parents, and then his dad became Batman and his mum became a Joker. Like, you just don't need it. We don't talk about that storyline because it's all kinds of wrong. Oh, but no, I remember. I remember who she is now. My most hated. And this is probably heavily influenced by movies. It's Jean Grey and the Phoenix. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've I don't genuinely Jean Grey could be such a good character, but as soon as the Phoenix comes out, everything goes to shit. Uh, yeah, granted, the Phoenix without Jean Grey made one of my favorite comic storylines in Avengers vs X Men. It's amazing what happens when the Phoenix doesn't touch her. Yeah. She's dead. Um, I agree. Phoenix is better than Jean And Grey. to be there, the Phoenix is better when it's with Hope. But, like, I, I just don't I know what it is. As soon as the Phoenix gets mentioned in a movie, the movie sucks. Like, Can we have a, a proper Hellfire Club movie be good, though? Yeah. Oh, well, the thing is, I think X-Men could be such an... I don't even think the X-Men need to be in the MCU. The X-Men as a franchise could be insane. But, like, for some reason, they get, like, two or three films in, they fuck it up. Like, don't get me wrong, Days of Future Past, incredible movie. I loved it. X-Men 2, one of the best superhero films there is. Logan, subjectively the best superhero film there is. First Class was pretty good. It was no way it was better than X-Men 1 and 2. Uh, X-Men Last uh, Last Stand, shit. Uh, Dark Phoenix, worse than shit. Uh, New Mutants, even somehow worse than that. Apocalypse, yeah. crap. 
And you're like, I don't know what it is. When X-Men just do normal X-Men things, they're great films. But as soon as they try and do an Avengers level movie, that it just it just goes tits up. And yet the X-Men should be able to do Avengers level movies because they are an Avengers level team. They fought the Avengers. I feel I feel it's like really funny that X Men First Class they managed to kill off an unkillable black character. Yep. Oh my god! Yeah. They killed Darwin, and those um, like, all right. For for time purposes, we won't do top and bottom six of the projects we're looking for because I think time wise, I know Sammy, you sometimes got to be off. I mean, um, I have to be off by eleven, but I was also going to say I'm way too tired to actually run this game today. That's fair. Well, to be fair, like. Are you able to do a top, bottom, bottom six then? Yeah, I can yeah. figure it out. So, I don't think I'm, I'm looking forward to six things. But really. I don't think I'm looking forward to any, to be honest. <laughs> no. There are some things I'm looking forward to. Like? Peacemaker Season 2, which is obvious in my case, but mm. X-Men 97. Yeah. The, the reboot of the X-Men series from the 90s. Um... Uh, I really like the idea of that. Yeah, well, we just say just say one one thing you're looking forward to. Uh, if you want to do one for each DC and Marvel, go for it. And then one thing that you you wish they just weren't doing, or you just really okay. couldn't be yeah, care yeah, less yeah. about. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to do fair. Do you want to do that for uh, one for for each Marvel and DC? Yeah, yeah, that, that works with me. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So we do. Uh, so we start with something you're not looking forward to and we go with DC first. The Flash. I, quite simply, The Flash is one of my favourite characters um, and I feel like now consistently they've just never gotten him right and Ezra Miller is going to do such a disjustice to this character that they might bury him for a while, um, which is really upsetting because I want to see more of The Flash in media. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I think, I just think they rushed it. Regardless of everything that Ezra Miller's done, they they rushed into Flashpoint way too soon. Agreed. Um, but no, I, I completely understand that. Uh, Bandit, what about you? Uh, the Flash as well, honestly. If not for the reason that Ezra Miller's a walking piece of garbage. Um... I just think The Flash has been on a steady decline in general in the last few years. Topped with the lightsabers for some reason. Yeah. The most fucking asinine thing in the world. But like, I, I don't see, I see a Flash movie working, but like, give it a break a little bit beforehand. And then you, if you just like, if you're up and down about the controversy about Ezra Miller or around that anyway there's no point in releasing it because it's only gonna it's gonna taint any goodwill people have for flash it shouldn't be it it, it i see no way in hell it, no reason valid enough for that film to be released i agree no i agree um i think especially as everything's been been proven um, it's it's just ridiculous. I really don't understand why that film's coming. Uh, Sammy, what about you? I mean, obviously, mine's like the Flash as well, but just to not mention the Flash three times. Uh, <laughs> Aquaman. 
I'm gonna be straight up. I haven't I haven't watched the first one. Like, so I'm not only is obviously the other controversial person of DC, um, but I just have no excitement for it whatsoever. Fair. Yeah. Has Aquaman 2 not come out yet? No, it's due out in... They pushed it back, 2023. I think it's May it's due out, if I remember rightly. Uh, it's At the moment, it's saying December. Uh, fucking, okay. That's been pushed back again since I last saw it. I think it's because yeah. they're, doing, they're doing reshoots to get rid of... Um, she who shall character. not be named. But also, the belief oh. is that they have recast her. Because there was a mm-hmm. thing in the contract, and I believe Amelia Clark was the one that they were looking at. See, the thing is, is that even if they recast her, which is absolutely fine, and I'd be very happy if they did, regardless of the Amber Heard situation, I'm just not a fan of Aquaman. No, that's fair. Um, I think Aquaman's one of those characters that not a lot of people is is very heavily interested in. Um, mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; like, in, like he is fucking powerful when it comes to it and i'm not one of those people being like oh aquaman shit i just I'm not a fan i just think family guy's portrayal of aquaman is the best portrayal of aquaman no no as much as i do like jason Momoa. i just prefer but um uh, man and Bar- barnacle boy now the best the best <laughs> representation of aquaman is is raj's costume in big bang theory yeah <laughs> the seahorse Oh, speaking of which did you see holly's halloween costume she made it herself she went as mermaid man and, uh, yeah, Declan. I saw it. That was so Mermaid funny. Boy with her and Declan. That was great. I think um, DC project that I'm really looking forward to. Obviously, the Flash. Yeah, it shouldn't. In my opinion, the Flash should not be being released. Um, and the fact that they haven't fired Ezra Miller even after being proven guilty of things and cases building up, um, I really don't understand. They need to get rid of them now. Uh, should have got rid of them ages ago. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to say because the Flash has been said twice and I'm not going to Beetlejuice it um, I'm going to say the final season of the Flash <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go, go the other way um, and I, I love it's the fact that half the actors contracts have ended so they're not going to be in it and mm. then um, Grant Gustin has already said he doesn't want to find it. he doesn't want to do another season but because he's contractually yeah. obliged to, he has to. And, like, he's lost half his mates. Because, let's be honest, a lot of the other good characters in the show, yes, the show's sucked for a long time, but there are still good characters in it. A lot of those good characters are not in it because their contracts have ended. Yeah. And, yeah. like, Tom Cavanagh is going to be in, like, two episodes uh, because he's not contracted anymore either. And mm-hmm. they are using the reverse Flash, but it's not him. Yeah, because they're, they're going to use someone the else. other guy. They use no, they're using some third guy, and they're dubbing See, this, it. The one thing I don't like um, with the Flash as a TV show is when they obviously they had Wells is Thorne, and then they introduced us to the actual Eobard Thorne, who I thought did a really good job. Yeah. Um, obviously, Tom Cavanagh was amazing, but this guy did a great job as Eobard. But every time they introduced Eobard up until then, it was. Oh yeah, but it's in Tom Cavanagh's body. Even to the point that when a multiversal thing was happening with across all the different universes, he was inhabiting their body across all universes as opposed to his own body. And it just felt like a really lazy way of going, oh yeah, we didn't get the other actor back. Yeah. 
I think um, is it's just it's just a lot. Like they, I don't know why they're doing. To be fair, so who was the, the, the was it the Godspeed series? Was that the last one? Yeah. Yes. The lightsaber fight. Yeah. What? Dumb. I just, I, I just don't know why that had to be a thing. And it's now they're just trying to fill up as many characters as they can. And if anything, Godspeed should have been the final season boss. Like, yeah. If you've so. done if you've done the reverse flash, you've done Zoom, you've done Savitar, who's not even is Savitar even in the comics? He never... is, but he is, he's very but... he's very different. Yeah. And then so you've done Professor Zoom, you've done all of that. And you you you're doing Godspeed. Finish it on Godspeed. Because it makes no sense to then go, actually the big boss is the the guy who was the bad guy in the first season. You're like Yeah. But like everyone the Flash has defeated since then is more powerful. So technically he should beat the reverse Flash in Easily. one go. Which he did the previous season, but then the reverse... It's always this dumb thing between those two. It's just, I got faster. Yeah, well, I got faster. Yeah, well, I got faster. But there's never explanation to how it's just whoever the writer wants to be faster at the time. Yeah. I Right, so for for DC, what's the project uh, Tom you're looking forward to the most? Uh, Doom Patrol season four, uh, easily. Um, I fell in love with the show during the first season. Uh, obviously, they have Brendan Fraser as Robot Man, who's just been fantastic. Oh, good. Um, uh, Matt Bomber as Negative Man was incredible. And it's like this. It's like they're the dis- they they do a better job of being the X Men than the X. It's than true. the X-Men writers do and obviously that, that's what they are they were a parody of the X-Men when they were introduced um, but I think they just do it better and it's, they're really fun and engaging and I can't wait to see more of them yeah no I, I think that's fair um, I haven't seen Doom Patrol I haven't, actually, watch it. I haven't seen it either what is it on? yeah definitely um, I think you can get it is it on Netflix now? I think a couple, I think like the first season might be. Let uh, me have a look. Because I watched it. Well, I pirated it. I'm gonna be straight up. Because <laughs> it was uh, on only the DC network. I will um, say one of my favorite meta references in it is that they have um. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he, the guy who plays Negative Man, in season one of Doom Patrol. They don't have the actors don't reprise. They're all in season two. Because he's voicing the Joker in Harley Quinn. Yeah. And there's literally, a, there's a bit, if you watch it on, there's a bit where he goes, um, oh, where's Negative Man? He goes, oh, um, he left, said he got a job working on some big animated feature. And when he says that, an advert for Harley Quinn and the uh, Harley Quinn series pops up at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> and I was like, I like that level of meta. That's a good level. Um, Bandit, what's your most... I'm, I'm, I'm going to just... Do you reckon I could make an assumption for yours, Bandit? Yeah, probably. Peacemaker Season 2? Yeah. <laughs> um, Peacemaker Season 1 was something It's on like... Amazon Prime, sorry. Yes. Um, Peacemaker Season 1 was something I didn't expect to enjoy nearly as half as I did. And it's one of the weird casting could... decisions that just worked. Is it because you want to taste it? Yes. Hmm. 
One of the few things me as an asexual man <laughs> wants to hear. <laughs> also, yeah, the theme song alone is just amazing. But yeah, Peacemaker Season 2. I'm interested to see where they go from here with um, the situation of Amanda Waller being exposed as the suicide, as the brains behind the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sammy? Uh, I mean, technically mine is also Doom Patrol season four because if there wasn't that i would have had to say shazam but even then i'm not that excited for that i'm just happy that helen mirren's a bad guy in it i think that's gonna be fun yeah hilarious. that's gonna be funny um for me it's been announced but we know very little about it but i'm gonna say the sequel to the batman yeah that's fair um because yeah. <laughs> other than that there's not much i'm hyped for um, but also hey. because so far all we the speculation around the Batman two is that Hush is going to be the villain, um, and I really want him to be. And we believe the introduction of Robin's going to happen in that one too. Um, I see. I'm really excited for a, a sequel to the Batman. I just think one thing they really need to do is Bruce Wayne, Robert Pattinson. Like, I think they got his Batman down just right, but, like, part of it is the dual personality. The Batman is the gr- the grungy loner, and Ben Affleck... And Bruce, <laughs> Bruce ben Wayne Affleck. is... The- <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing, because Ben Affleck's great as Bruce Wayne, so just have it that whenever he's Bruce Wayne, it's just Ben Affleck, and never explain it. But I think he needs to do more... I think I'm hoping the end of got, um, the Batman shows his version of Bruce Wayne, he needs to do more in the city and becomes that more socialite version of himself because he has to go out there and fund the rebirth of the city. I, I do think that's going to happen in the second one, um, naturally anyway, because I think the first one was him also realising that he needs to spend more time as Bruce Wayne himself. Yeah. Um, and he can't just do it all. As the Batman, he has to be something more. So I think and it'd be it'd be good to see that um, definitely. Uh, uh, what are we on now? Uh, worst, Marvel, yeah, least excited. least excited, or one that you don't care about upcoming project, Tom. Um, least excited for is probably Spider-Man Freshman Year, uh, which is the animated series about. Oh, the yeah, origin yeah. of the MCU's Peter Parker because frankly one of my favourite things about this version of Peter Parker is that his we origin didn't, we didn't see the bite yeah, yeah his origin stories the origin what makes him the Spider-Man we know and love is the first, is those three movies that from Homecoming to No Way Home that's the origin story where we see him learn with great power becomes great responsibility must also come great responsibility so to then go we've done this great trilogy Let's go back and just do a what if story with Norman Osborn, even though Norman Osborn doesn't exist, and let's just complicate the character. Because some people who don't know Spider Man that well will look at that and think that that's the continuity when it isn't. And I just, I feel it feels pointless. No, I agree. Uh, Bandit. Um, New World Order. Because we've, I said earlier that I don't like Falcon. I'm not going to like him if he's painted in Stars and Stripes either. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm also disappointed that when he took up the mer- the mantle of Captain America, he didn't change his name to the Eagle and be the most American fucking thing imaginable. Hey. <clears throat> he should have done that. I would have I would have accepted the Falcon as a character if he changed his name to the Eagle when he wa- when he like float around on the American flag like Major Glory does in Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, yeah, New World Order. Not interested. Danny? Fantastic Four. Just fucking leave it alone. I but fucked it if, up big time. What if it it's ends so up, bad. What if it ends up being John Krasinski and Zac Efron? <laughs> what if Zac it ends up being a fantasy movie? <laughs> I think that's great <laughs> casting, but at the same time, please just leave it alone. Zac Efron's too old to play the Human Torch now. I'll put my foot, I'll put my foot down and say I think... No, but 20... he would make a fantastic Johnny Blaze. He would. He... Well, I don't think he'd be a very good Ghost Rider, Sammy, but I think he'd be a really good Johnny Wrong Storm. Wrong one, yeah. Ignore me. <laughs> Johnny Storm. That's what no, I meant. No, Ghost Rider's got Keanu Reeves and all that. Agreed. Um, to be fair, I feel like if anyone's going to do a good Johnny Storm now, uh, Taron Egerton. Yeah. Can, yeah. can we? I just realised. Can we have Willem Dafoe playing Norman Osborn playing a Ghost Rider, please? That would be the most amazing what? thing in the world. <laughs> the only reason why I refuse to slate the fact we're getting another Fantastic Four is because I feel like the next big after Kang, the next big Marvel villain needs to be Do- uh, Doctor Doom because I yeah. I want to see him go all out. Like we've we've not seen a Doctor Doom at his full power. Let's be honest, we've seen the Fantastic Four at their full power, and as a group, they are kind of pathetic. However, yeah. we've not seen a full force Doctor Doom that kind of can literally put the world at its at its knees. Um I What is the what is the Marvel thing that I'm least I just don't care about? Um probably the Marvels, to be fair. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Captain Marvel, and I hated Miss Marvel as a series. Didn't isn't Brie Larson out of the MCU now? Didn't she? No. I, I'm pretty sure it's. No, said... she's still playing Captain Marvel, mate. Yeah, she is. No, I know. I just I'm pretty sure I read an interview somewhere that she's like pretty much left the MCU at this point. Might be that after the film that that's uh, yeah. the contract up. I think she's got like five movies left on her contract. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, not the Marvels. Not the Marvels. There's probably two things that I'm least looking forward to more than that. Uh, Armor Wars. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Followed very closely by Ironheart. Uh, yeah. Because if I, I have to see another Armor Power Wars. Ranger. I didn't say Armor Wars because I like War Machine. That is pretty much it. I what? don't. <laughs> I like what War Machine should have been. Yeah. I don't like the MCU version of the Machine. I would have liked him if they never changed the actor after Iron Man 1. I understand why they did, and I know everyone's like, yeah, but Don Chiaddle's amazing. Yeah, but he is not the same guy. Nope. I, I have to admit, though, like, the scene in where the, the Battle for Wakanda where War Machine is just shooting all of the fucking Outriders, that is really just fucking satisfying to watch. I don't care what anyone says. That feels like what War Machine should be, which is just... Yes. Yeah. Like, like his armor should be bigger. But He's an attack that's helicopter. A, that's what he has to be. Like, when the armor that he had in Iron Man 2, even though Iron Man 2 was a so-so movie, felt like what War Machine should look like. Big, bulky, massive guns. And then every version of him since feels like they sleeked him down too much. Yeah. Like, what if... Let's just spray paint an, an Iron Man armor black, 
put a mini gun on it. When, no, I want him to look like I want him to be like a Hulkbuster. That's let's, what Mortal Machine should be. Let's be honest, that's what he should be, but what we get is him being like one tapped out of the sky by vision. <laughs> like, that's the guy we get yeah. we get shot once and he just shuts off and collapses. I just got a reminder there, um when Watcher did their favourite MCU deaths, they um both Ryan and Shane uh, dressed up as dead vision for Halloween. And the guy who played Vision liked it, thought it was really cool, and then realised they were taking the piss out of him and, and like blocked them on Instagram. <laughs> I would never I do say, that to Paul Bettany. Going back to the um, quick talk about um, Ironheart, I think one of the... I, I think it's both smart and dumb that what they did was, oh yeah, we're going to show you what Ironheart will look like with the best possible technology available. We're going to give her Wakandan tech, vibranium, so you have the best armor she can have. But by the end of that movie, they sort of went, oh, wait, no, we need her to d- build armor in her series, otherwise, and this is the best she's ever going to make. Yeah, you can't take that armor with you, so um, that just sets up the whole series. Like, yeah, you can't have that armor, so make a new one. She just can't get it through customs at the airport. I just, I just think they've <laughs> Mary sued her a bit and just then instantly, mm-hmm. oh, so you're a university student. Yeah. No, not even that. You're a college student, yeah. And somehow you can build this entire thing that's to the same specs of Tony Stark. I will say this. I was worried about that, but I think the line that... So there was a bit where she, they, um, she says about how she builds the vibranium detector, and she's like, oh yeah, it took me a couple of weeks, which, yeah, fair enough, you're a genius project, whatever. But then when she showed off her Iron Man suit, which, let's be fair, her Mark One is not as good as Tony's Mark One. Um, well, it's probably actually is, but um, she is... Then they're like, oh yeah, please tell me this didn't take you a couple of weeks. And she was like, no, 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 I've been working on this for years. So it shows, yes, she's gifted, but she, even with the Iron Man being relevant for years, she didn't just do it overnight. So I think that sort of negates the Mary Sue thing for me, is that she's like, oh yeah, it took me years to build this suit. The only thing that has me knowing that I'm going to have to watch it is the bad guy in it, is the hood. Yeah. And yeah, I've been waiting to see The Hood on TV for a long time. Um, the Hood is very cool. Okay. I, mate, when, I remember the comics when The Hood got the Infinity Stones. Like, that was mm. mad. Um, okay, Tom, your most hyped Marvel upcoming project? Daredevil Born Again. Fair. Without, without a it's doubt. It's one of I, mine as well. Daredevil think... is my favourite um, Marvel character. I think for all the for all the flaws that She-Hulk as a series had, I will say this: I think they nailed Matt Murdock. I know she, know she did. Yeah, yeah, she did. She did. Damn yeah. right. Canonically, um, but I think the version of the character that introduced the MCU keeps enough of the gritty undertones in like how he talks and how he acts from the de- Netflix series, but is. Yeah, devil enough, if that makes sense. Mm. Is that he feels a bit more like a comic book superhero, and I want to see more of that character. And bringing Vincent D'Onofrio back as Kingpin, um, I think they could do him a lot better than they did him in Hawkeye, because I think they did him a little dirty in Hawkeye. Because yeah. it's a similar thing, it was just, he got shot with arrows, but he was just so fat that the arrows didn't do anything, felt really <laughs> lazy writing. No, I agree. Um, so I think there's an opportunity for something really good to come out of that. Um, and, you know, they should put Spider-Man in it as well because they're both New York-based superheroes. And it? 
Um, X-Men 97. Because the amount of adoration I absolutely ha I have for the for the 90s X-Men cartoon is is really high. I grew up on it. But if we're not factoring that, I'm also actually really interested to see what they do with Secret Wars. Because it's an interesting comic storyline. So I'm in I'm interested to see what they do with it. With with X-Men ninety seven, the stuff that they've revealed about it, by the fact that they they are still using the original outfits magnet it's still going to be in the case that professor x is what in space i think and magneto is leading the x-men i love the yeah. fact that is literally starting where the 96 animation ended and yeah i just wish it was coming out sooner yeah, um it's... is 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 the x-men 96 actually on disney plus or uh um i'll check because i need to rewatch it and i before 97 be... comes out it used to be all on YouTube, but I don't. Obviously, it won't be now. I'll check. Uh, honestly, I just, I just, I, when I, I think it was when me and Sammy did one of our earlier um, Into the Nerdverse episodes, when I realised mm. that actually ninety percent of what I love about Marvel, I could probably like just have X Men and I'd be just as happy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you take away. Like I'd I'd probably miss the likes of Iron Fist, Moon Knight, and Iron Man. But other than that, if I just have X Men, I'm happy. Yeah, it is. Uh, original X Men is it's, on. It's, oh, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it straight after this. Um, and Same I literally song mean that. Oh, 100. percent Um, Sammy. Uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. I'm fucking hyped. <laughs> I love is, 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 it, is it still coming out next month or has it been delayed? Uh, June 2023. So it's been delayed. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it was supposed to be coming out uh, December. Yeah, but it's been pushed back, unfortunately. But yeah, um, I fucking love the first one. Aesthetically, it's probably the best superhero movie we've had in a long time. Yeah. 100%. I was excited for Blade and then I saw Morbius, but you know. Yeah, fair. Um, but yeah, no, but they're yeah. not going to be connected, so no, not at all. Um, so I still am excited to watch Blade. But I just think they've. Knows. I think Blade has been cast excessively well. I agree. Yeah. Um, my most hyped. Uh, it's oh no, that's not Marvel. I was just going to be like community movie because the Russo <laughs> brothers. Because <laughs> the Russo, right. yeah, mate, the Russo, the Russo brothers are directing it. For me, that's Marvel. It's, um, it's Disney accounts, so we go. To be fair, Bandit, I'm surprised you didn't say the Guardians holiday special. I was fully waiting for you to say I that. Didn't count, I didn't actually count that because it's coming out in like three weeks, so I wasn't... Oh, gonna, I, I, was gonna I actually, actually can't wait. I, I love the I, fact I'm that the really whole plot of it, it is them trying to get Star-Lord a Christmas present so they go and kidnap Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I, I, I am really looking forward to that, but I wanted to put something a bit further afield than I'm uh, gonna be so obvious and say Deadpool 3 um, yeah, that's because they've mm. announced some of the cast Cable's back so it means we're gonna we're gonna get more Thanos jokes um, yeah. obviously Hugh Jackman's in it Dom the person playing Domino's back Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart are believed to be in it too um, it's I feel like now, especially because it's going to be 
Disney's first R-rated Marvel movie, which yeah. Doctor Strange was supposed to be, and then when they changed director, um, they changed his mind. But well, the Dead, thing was, Deadpool, it was meant to be horror, and it just wasn't. No. But with with uh, Deadpool, Disney have basically announced that they have to rewrite some of their film contracts because in Disney contract, no Disney film will ever have anyone getting beheaded on screen. Mm-hmm. No smoking, so you will never see anyone smoking a Disney movie. And I can't remember what the third one is. Um, I know that there's no usage of drugs. That's the third one. Um, so they've actually said Deadpool is getting a tailored contract because they're going to have all three of them in it. Didn't yeah. Deadpool get beheaded though in, in Endgame? Um, yeah. That no, he actually got beheaded off. So if you look when they the way they the way they cut the screen, you see you see close up of Thor as he swings, and then the second shot is his head falling off. So the beheading happens off screen technically. Oh, okay. yeah. Is the actual action of the blade yeah. or the, the ornament blade going, going through, through yeah. the neck? And they're the only okay. three things in actual all Disney contracts is you're not allowed any of these three things in their movies. But they are tailoring their contracts so all three of them could be in a Deadpool movie. This is the Did... thing though, is because of what Deadpool is, it needs to be in there. Yeah. But Deadpool also... does a lot of cocaine. Yeah. But also when Deadpool comes out, by then Marvel will have cast some of the new X-Men characters because mm-hmm. it's 2024. They're not allowed to cast any new X-Men characters until midway through 2023 because of the Fox mm-hmm. contracts. So yeah. by then, they will have cast and we probably will start to see cameos. Um, I feel like we should do a podcast episode talking about who, what actors we want to see cast as different X-Men. Oof. So we get like a, t- like a tier list. Like, not tier list, but like each of the X-Men characters and then we all choose an actor. I'm just going to so have half like the cast of Stranger Things on there, I think. Um, and that's fair. <laughs> me and me and Kato did this a while ago, but obviously new information has came about and changed since then. So I'd be happy to do that again. We, there's a there's a list of like official X Men members on the website or whatever. So that's the one we took from, and then added like Magneto and stuff. If as well. they, to be fair, I, there's some people that I want them to bring back, like Olivia Munn playing Psylocke was fucking fantastic casting. Yeah, I agree. Um, Wasted in that film. Um, I can't remember who the actress was, but the one that played Blink in Days mm-hmm. of Future Past. Again, yeah. a character that I would have never assumed to be in a mainstream X-Men movie, and yet she became one of my favourite characters from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's gonna, but they're gonna, they they will do. I reckon ninety the ninety six animation style. They go through those characters and be like, we're gonna bring in. So we'll probably see Jubilee. We will probably yeah. see Psylocke. I guarantee we'll get Gambit pretty early on. Um, I hope so. And it's going to be good. I, I have a lot of I have a lot of faith that they do they do mutants well. Mm-hmm. I don't have much faith in any of their other stuff, but I got faith in that because they're actually taking a lot of time to do the X Men stuff, which is good. But I also mm-hmm. see that being a good thing that they've not they've they've still not cast. Fantastic Four. I think that's a good sign as well. Because they've not rushed into anything. Fantastic Four and where to find them. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm just think I'm just thinking back of those future past and if we get if we do get another reiteration of that, can we have Kari Payton playing Bishop please? <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
That'd be cool. But guys, is there any final comments people want to make before we end? They're finally making a Gears of War film. Woohoo! Woohoo! Dave, Dave Batista was cast as Marcus Phoenix seven years ago, and it never happened. And now it's finally happening. Completely off topic. I just wanted to mention it's it. More, I just worry when with that because, again, it's a video game movie. Yeah, I'm just hoping it's gonna be cool when they're gonna like murder Dom and yeah. No, they're gonna they're gonna use a chainsaw gun to cut through a very large caterpillar. Is it, no, it's a worm. Locus. I can't remember what it is. I just locust. I just remember spending ages trying to do it. Bug. Bug person. Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> We've come full circle. But, uh... um, Walking Walking Dead finally ended. Yeah. Finally, that final yeah. scene was great. I actually, the finale, I actually, it wasn't what I was expecting, but I really enjoyed it. Well, I, it, they had to do it that way because the prequel, uh, was it the, it's not a prequel really, is it? But the spin-off, the spin-off comes out next year mm. with them in it. So they had to three, kind of do that. But well, three, three, The three spin-offs sort of all come out. I think one of them starts at the end of this year. Dead City starts at the end of this year, which is Negan and Maggie. That'd be a good yeah. one, actually. So the three spin-offs were getting a Rick and Michonne, a Daryl Dixon, which takes place in France, and okay. um, uh, Dead City, which is Negan and Maggie. Daryl's my favorite character, so yeah, um, he gets his he gets his own spin-off when he goes. He's and he's over in France. But guys, thank you to everyone that watched or listened or did anything. Uh, Tom, thank you for joining us. Uh, no problem. I had a lot of fun. I'd have just been playing FIFA otherwise, so thank you for this. <laughs> I'm going to go and check on the Belgium school. Um, um, I, I will have a look at it now because it's actually on my phone. But um, to everyone listening, peace. And to all you Americans that are the number one views by this point that this is released and you can hear it, I'm hoping that we have dominated you in the World Cup. Um, Belgium won. Good. Uh, yeah, and by the time you're listening to this, Americans, England would have won. <laughs>